Kaddish Baruch should protect us, Mr. Klal Yisrael, and all of mankind, all of Yidden, all of Yidden. Amen. Amen. Okay, does he do that? good. Okay, we're going to discuss a topic today. I just want to share just the personal Matan Torah with all the Yidden who are learning tonight. That is, just like all the Yidden, when we the Torah, Kaddish Baruch gave Klal Yisrael the Torah, we were Makabal the Torah. I had a personal Kabbalah Satera from the Sarah Torah. That is Mamish and Yoy Matan Torah. I received two new Svarim, Baruch Hashem, on the day of Matan Torah, from the Sarah Torah, from the Rogachover going, which was never ever published before from manuscript. And I believe I will share a section of a Shtikl Torah from him, found there also in another Svarim of his. And I believe tonight's Shear, we will be the first ones globally, universally, to learn the Shtikl Torah, because no one has yet seen the Svarim, because they can't, no one can go to the stores to buy it, and they can't send it overseas, because there's no freight and there's no deliveries. But Benissin Nisin, Baruch Hashem, I have it. So I'll call Potem, sharing is caring, so we'll share. And everybody should attack, have a good experience and be inspired with Matan Torah throughout the year to be Nishazik and Lima Torah. Okay, Amen Va Amen. The topic we will discuss tonight is a topic which is topical. Firstly, we say it every day in our Tfilis, we say the Brichas Kayinim daily, even the Chutz Lawrence. Even in Chutz Lawrence, the Ashkenazim, even if they're not, we don't have the Nesiyas Kapayim daily, nevertheless, we say the Brichas Kayinim and the Brichas Ashachar daily. Why? Because after, after you say the Brichas Atera, you have to say Teresh Abiksav and Teresh Abalpeh. So there's a novel truva, I don't recall it often, this is just a saying on the top of, top of my head. It's a novel, Truva in Truva's Eretz Svi from the Kajak Lovarov. It was a Ram Chachme Lublin, for those who heard of him. It was Mansa Rebbe Zarebbe, that Rav Pekarski, all of Asholom's Rebbe, our Rebbe Zarebbe, our my, my, my our Rosh Hashivah Zarebbe. I'll call upon him. He says he has a novel beer on why they chose Dafke Birchas Koyenim to, to be said. Besides that, it's a brocha, but we could have chosen any parsha of Torah to say you have the Birchas Atur and the Birchas Ashachar. And they chose Dafke. The Birchas Kainim, and I think he's Masber because the Birchas Kainim have a gather of Birch, of Turish Abiksav and also of Turish Abalpeh. That's why, because the Kainim didn't say read from a Siddur. The Kainim didn't read from a Sevatura. They said the Birchas Kainim Balpeh. Even though Turish Abiksav, he can't say Balpeh. I'll call upon him. So I think he has a Sabir. I don't recall offhand. Okay, how many times do I have to say I don't recall? I'll call upon him. So it should be there. That's why. So Birchas Kainim, we say daily, even for the Ashkenazim, who don't actually do him daily. The Svaradim definitely do. Uh, daily, even Chutz Lawrence and Eretz Yisrael, you do daily for depending where you are and depending if you're a Chabatska or not in Yerushalayim or in the other cities. And after in Yerushalayim or Akkadish, I understand everybody do daily. And but Becholoifen, uh, those who didn't have a chance in Chutz Lawrence to do because they were in lockdown on Pesach, but Baruch Hashem, uh, the, 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 the restrictions eased and many Yidin were in Shul and were Zoycha to have a Birchas Koyenim and a Siyas Kapayim. As the time of Birchas Koyenim is an Esrots, not Toysvis. I haven't seen the Achroni bring it to Toysvis. I talk like I know what I'm talking about. But Toysvis says that, <laughs> that this man of Birchas Koyenim, of Nesiyas Kapayim and Shul, is an Esrots. As I state in Toysvis, and I can't Kabbalah say for, and I state in Toysvis, an Esrots. That's the reason why there's Hatovus Cholam at the time, etc., etc. Zalkol Ponim, so surely they Shrotzen will bring Brocha, Brocha, Brocha for Kalali Shrol and Allah Hinzich. 
So num- that's another reason why Berchas Kainim is, is a topical topic. We're coming from Shiyom Tev Shavuos, also in Parshas Nosoi. The parsha of Berchas Kainim, Nesiyas Kapayim, the Tzivu for the Kainim to be Mavorech HaZaom, is found in this week, Yavorech Hashem Yishmarech, it's in this week's parsha in Parshas Nosoi. For the Bnei Chutz Lawrence, we're going to read the Parshas Nosi the coming week. I believe the Bnei Chutz Lawrence read already Parshas Nosi the Pesh Shabbos. I believe so, right? Because it wasn't Yom Tif. Kainas Zot Nishiyatsi Nisht. Okay, so we're Mamish in between. We're sandwiched in, Baruch Hashem, between the Bnei Yerid Yisrael and the Bnei Chutz Lawrence. So we're going to be, we're going to address Parshas Nosi. Shadows was whether we should say Pekayovis or not. That was the shayla. Okay, if you're not sure, say it. Say the nishatan. Okay, and not mute. Not mute. Okay, all good. Shkoyach. And before I'm weiter, on Eichet, Yibald were coming from Yemea Svira, and the Rebbe, the Chosei Yogan Lubavitch, the Rebbe, the Chosei Yogan Aleinu, advises and asks, requests that we should learn Mesech Tosoyte, Sochside Chabad, and many others being learned Mesech Tosoyte in the Yemea Svira, so they were made a scene. A Mesech Tosoyte on Erev Shavuot, so Bamele were coming from the Mesech Tosoyte, where the Iker Sugiya of Berchaskoyen, and Menesias Kapayim, is in the Mishnah and in the Gemara Mesech Tosotev. So we don't need excuses why we're talking about this topic. But whatever the case is, it all comes together and therefore it's uh, the different, all the different reasons only compound the, the power and the strength and the might of the Barucha. Now let's go on. Please be so kind. I hope you all received, by the way, the, 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 the sheet, the Rambam, which Menshi, Rabbi Menshi Schneier, posted, so you all have that. But before anything, please take out your chumashim. I should have told you in advance. Let's take out your chumash for a moment. Not for a moment. Take out a chumash and take out a chumash dvorim. We need a chumash dvorim. Not a parashas nosi, but dafka a chumash dvorim. Because we are going to discuss the Indian of Baal Toisif in Birchas Koyanim. Baal Toisif, the love of Loisei Sifu, in Birchas Koyanim. And the reason we call it Baal Toisif, we know many laven of the Torah, we say like Baal Tashchis, Baal Tigra, Baal, Baal Toisif, Baal means not to, like in Aramaic, it means Baal means loy. But what's wrong with the holy tongue, the holy lotion of the Torah, loy Sifu, loy Sigru? Nevertheless, we find it throughout that we use the lotion Baal. We, I won't share this with you, maybe you're aware of it. Whatever the case is, I'll say it again. I'll try not to take up too much time. So Dafke, this is found. Yeah, I saw this day Chemed in this day Chemed in Erech Baltoisev quotes from a sefer Yalkut Hagerushuni. Yeah, Yalkut Hagerushuni, a chosh of a sefer on Klolim and also Alatayra and on Agodes Ashas and also on Shulchanoruch Yalkut Hagerushuni. If you don't have it, get it. It's choshev. I'll call upon him. One of the Ungarish Gedoli Yisrael. So the Yalkut Hagerushuni on the Erech Baltoisif quotes the Hagdoma, the preface of Rabbi Shaye Pik, Rabbi Shaye Berlin, who was one of the Gedoli Yisrael who corresponded with the Nadeb Yehuda, a new Kola So in his preface to the Sefer Tishbi, he asks the question, he asks why we find that throughout many, throughout the Shas, and when we, just, we, we, we refer to the different Lavin, we don't say Loisosif or Velosigru, we say Dafka, Loitosif, uh, we don't say Loisosif, we say Baltashkes, Baltigra. And he asks, Imamash enumerates all the different Lavin where we find that we refer to them with the Loshan Baal, which Baal would mean in Aramaic, don't, but we don't use the Loshan Kadesh, the, the, the Hebrew language. 
And he says that in a certain safer of his, he will, exp he will explain it. The fact is, I'm almost sure that that safer, which he refers to, is not available today. It was never published or whatever. So I'll call upon him that Soltis de Chemed records. He doesn't explain it and he remains with the question. But if I recall, I don't, I, I, if I recall correctly, I don't recall who says it. But to, to, my, to my knowledge, the beer is as follows. The reason why we say Baal Toysef and we don't say Loi Toysef. This is connected to Martin Torah. We know the Rabbonim get, uh, get uh, Aseris Adibris, right? And the reason, I don't know why the Rabbonim get Aseris Adibris, the Pashtas, because Aseris Adibris is very special, the Rabbonim are special. But we have to realize in the Aseris Adibris, we have many, when the Aseris Adibris, it says, Loi Sirtsev, Loi Sinov, Loi Signov, it says all the different in Yonim with the Loi. So there's the known word of Chidusha Harim, which Lamaisa the Pile is called the Imrianis, the Gere Rebbe's Chusayel and Aleinu, is written with Shvuas. So the Chidusha Harim, there's a word brought in the name of Chidusha Harim. That the Chidusha Harim asks, why did there have to be such a miracle that the Matantara was Roying Esanishma Veshemin Esanira? They heard what is, they heard, he heard what is generally seen, and they saw what is generally heard, because if they would have heard Aseres Adibris, and, and Hashem, or Moshe Rabbeinu says, Loi Signoiv, and they wouldn't have seen the letters, they would have maybe thought that the loy is mitavov, the loy sirtzach is with a vav, and the loy sinov is with a vav, and the loy signov is with a vav. They wouldn't realize that the loy is mitanalif. And that's what they used to say, there's an expression of our malamdim who used to say, loy mitanalif. Which malamdim used to say, I recall my Rebbe used to say that to me, loy mitanalif. Meaning, when you say lo, you're not sure if it's with an aleph or a vav. The Mela therefore says the Chidush Harim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu had to roi in Esanish, he had to show them the letters, that when Hashem says lo, he he meant take lo, mitan aleph, nish lo, mitan vav. So those who get the alias are very lucky because they take a seat mefurish. In the Aseris Adibris, it says loy mitan aleph, it doesn't say loy mitan vav, and then you make hagba. So those who to come close to the Zephyr they will also see and be zoichet to see that the loy that's shoyman is anira, it's roin is anishma, and they will see the loy is mitan aleph. And that may be the Hezbo, I recall seeing it somewhere. That's the Hezbo where we say bal tashkis or bal Tigra or Baal Toysif, it would say Loi Toysif. You wouldn't know if it's maybe an olive or a vav. It says Loi Sigra, you wouldn't know if it's an olive or a vav, right? Etc. just like we explained before. Therefore, it was the Loshan, the Chazal wanted to convey the message that it's Taka Alav. Therefore, they said, they made conveyed it in a very clear, explicit way, that it's Baal Toysif. We should know that there's a prohibition, Seloi Mitan Aleph. And we're moving on. So we're discussing the, this, the Indian of Baal Toysif in relation to Birchus Koenig. But let's just a short introduction. I don't want to call it an introduction because then people have issues that the, the introduction takes up too much time of the shear. It's just leading us into the shear. And that is, in Parshas, we find the, the Loi Toysif, Loi Soysif, or Loi Sigru. Right? You shouldn't add and you shouldn't uh, subtract from the mitzvahs. We find it twice in the Chumash. Once we find in a Pasha's Vaischanon, so if you have a Chumash Dvorim, for those who need to translate, like we just finished touching up the Loi, so the translation of Dvorim, the way it's translated is Deuteronomy, and we explained already Deuteronomy means repeat, that's what they said in Latin or whatever, because the Torah, that's Mishnah Torah, it's recording and repeating what the first four Chumashim are saying, so please be so kind and take out a Pasha's Vaischanon. In Kapitel Dalit, there it says in Kapitel Dalit, Posuk Beis, Loi Soisifu ala Dovor, Asher Nechim Itzavah Eschem, Veloi Sigru'u Mimenu, Nishmer Es Mitzvah Hashem Elokeichem, Asher Nechim Itzavah Eschem. 
So it says not to add on the mitzvahs and not to subtract from the mitzvahs. And this is not especially applicable if the Matan where the Gemara, this is brought in, in the Ba'arucha, it's explained. In, uh, in Shailas Etchuvah's Binyan Shleimah for Rab Shleimah Lemivilna and Chelik Beis, in a new Chelik, which was published in the last many years, compiled from different Shuvahs and different Hamlotzes, uh, 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 which he's written, published, uh, published uh, in Yonim from the Binyan Shleimah, and the Chelik Beis in, in the in Yonim Shoinim, in Simen Yodalad, he has an Arichis, how it's connected to Torah Tziva Lono Moshe. Marosha Kilus Yankov, the Gemara in Masech Tabaka says, Torah Begematria Tov Reish Yudalev. So Tov Reish Yudalev, it's Tziva Lono Moshe. And what about Taryag? We know this Taryag, so the Gemara says, Onoichi Beloyiyeh Lecho Mipiyah Gvura Shamanim. The first two Dibroi, Sakodesh Baruch Hu said, and Torah Tziva Lono Moshe, Moshe Rabbeinu told us the numerical value of Torah, which is Tov Reish Yudalev. And the other two, Hashem said it, Mipiyah Gvura Shamanim. Actually, so Rabbi Shlomo Mivilna explains that the, the tough ratio Aleph, what's in addition to the tough ratio Aleph? These are the two lavin of Lysisif of Lysigru. You get it? In other words, there's the mitzvahs of the Torah, the positive mitzvahs and the negative mitzvahs altogether, that tough ratio Aleph. Then there are another two lavin of the Torah, which one lav, one prohibition, one transgression is Lysisifu, one transgression Lysigru. And because these two lavin, substantiate the whole Torah and is the upkeep of the whole Torah. So that's why it doesn't come and is not incorporated. And it's not comprised in the Torah Tziva Lono Moshe. Because these come, so to speak, to support the Torah Tziva Lono Moshe. How do we support it? By this, that we don't add and we don't sub subtract. Take a look at Shuvas Binyan Shloyma, Chelik Bey, Simon Yudalad, and then Yonim Shoinim. He has a nice discussion on this matter. So that's the first posuk in Parshas Vayeschanon. The second posuk, and that is in Parshas Re'eh, also in Chumish Dvorim, and that is <clears throat> in the Chumish Dvorim you will find in, on the, uh, excuse me, in Kapitel, in Kapitel, Yud Gimel, Kapitel, the 13th Kapitel, the 13th Perik, if you don't like the word Kapitel, I don't know why you don't like it. If you didn't go to Cheder, you don't know what Kapitel means. But if you went to Yeshiva and to Cheder, we always said Kapitel. Okay, you don't like Kapitel, say Perik. Okay, say Perik or Chapter. So it's Ace, it says in Kapitel Yud Gimel, Posuk Aleph, it says Ace Kaladovo. So there you have an, another Baltosif. Now there's the known uh, Pirush from the Vilna Goin in his Sefer Aderes Elio. Which says as follows, so what's the difference? And he asks, why is the need of the repetition? And he explains that the difference between the one in Parshas Ve'ezchanan and the one in Parshas Re'e is as follows. There are two modes, two, two modes and fashions, two different ways how to be, to transgress the Leisei Sifu and the Leisei Guru. And that is, we can take what the one mitzvah, right? For instance, there are four parshas in the tomb, and you're adding a, a fifth parsha. There are four tzitzis, and you're adding a fifth tzitzah. There are four, there are three psukim in Birchas Kainim, and you're adding a fourth. So that transforms, in other words, that seems to add, you're adding on to the individual mitzvah. There's an individual change in that specific mitzvah. If you have only three parshas of the tomb, or you have only three tzitzis, or you have only two brachas. So that's the lesigru in the specific mitzvah. Then you have also, there's a Lysay Sifim, a in the general number of mitzvahs, and that is, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, we should have only these amount of mitzvahs, Tariyag mitzvahs, Nitin Lameshem Sinai, like the Gemara says in Marcus, no more and no less. 
And therefore, there is Shiramach Mitzvah says, 248 positive mitzvahs, Shasalo says, 365 negative mitzvahs. And therefore, Yerav Benevot, who wanted to be Mechadish, a mitzvah, Shabod Omiliboy, he is regarded as Yerav Benevot. In other words, those who make up new mitzvahs, a new inyanim, a new chagim, so that's, uh, that's uh, adding on to the mitzvahs, or God forbid, you don't fulfill one of the mitzvahs of the Torah, in other words, with intent to subtract or minimize from the mitzvahs, so then that's, so the one relates to the general number of the mitzvahs, by adding new tie styles as types or mo, modes of inyanim of mitzvahs, or new mitzvahs in general, or new chagim, and that's why we need a special heter, why HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, that, as the Rambam explains in the Hagdome to the in the in Mishnah Torah, after he enumerates the mitzvahs, and as he explains also in the Hilchis Mamrim, the, the heter for the Chachamim to add mitzvahs like Purim and Hanukkah, etc., etc., is because they didn't say we're adding onto the Torah, it's their own thing, etc., so there's no Baltasif, the Rambam elaborates. Let's move on. Because of the Vinla Goyim wants to say that the Parshas Rei, we're talking about the specific mitzvahs. Parshas Rei is the specific mitzvah, and he brings the Sifri, with the Sifri and Parshas Rei makes it very clear that we're talking about the specific mitzvahs. That is not to add in the, to change, to, to transform the mitzvah of tfil. If it's four Parshas, it has to remain four. The tzitzes don't change that, don't uh, change from that mitzvah. If it's four tzitzes, you can't change it to five. And there too, it says about the Brichas Kainim that it's three brachas, you can't add another bracha. So talking about the specific mitzvah, the adding of the subtracting within the specific mitzvah. There, it's addressing the general mitzvah, the general mitzvah. And that is, in other words, a general number of mitzvahs, you have no right to add new mitzvahs or subtract from the general number of the mitzvahs or add new holidays and new Yom Tovim. And he explains it in the context of a posuk. He says, that's why in Parshas Ba'ezchanan it says, We're talking about the general number of mitzvahs. Hashem speaks in general, you have to keep all the mitzvahs. And there, HaKadosh Baruch Hu sequence says, don't add and don't subtract. We're talking about the general number. Over here in Parshas Ray, we're talking about the specific mitzvahs. This is what the Vilna Goin says. And the fact is, uh, the Vilna Goin, uh, that's his pirush. And interestingly, Dafka, the Lubavitcher Rebbe, what's the difference, Dafka? I'm sorry that I said Dafka, it's totally out of hand. Yes, the Lubavitcher Rebbe is Chusay Yogan Oleinu, who brings the beer agro, beurim from the gro, frequently throughout the Likutus Sichas for those who, who have their Likutus Sichas in their safe deposit box or in the back room so you can open up or under the desk so you can open up your Likutus Sichas and see that throughout the 39 volumes, the Rebbe references the Biure Agro. And for those who wouldn't open a Lukutus Sichas because they're not sure the Rebbe would reference a Biure Agro, let me let you know, and it's not a secret, he mentions Biure Agro. So if that's what allows you and, and makes you feel comfortable to open a Lukutus Sichas, open a Lukutus Sichas. Whoever doesn't like what I just said can ignore it and delete it. Whoever appreciates it can uh, tap me on the back. We're moving on. It is unusual, I think, that he quotes the Adere Selio. That's quite a chiddush, and I don't know how frequent or often he brings it, but he brings the Adar Selio, and he dafke says that the pirush of the Vilna Goin is found dafke by one of the Rishonim. I haven't seen others bringing this support for the Vilna Goin, but the Rebbe says in the Sefer Psikta Zutrasi from Rabtuvia Rabbi Eliezer, who was one of the Gdoli Harishonim. Many think that it's a medrash because it's called uh, uh, Psikta Zutrasi, but Lamaisa, and it's called Medrash Lekach Toiv. Bapoli was a Rishon, he was before. The Rambam and some even say, Rabbi Vram Berliner queries that there's a possibility to say that maybe even the Rambam used it and sourced different information, Dafka, from the 
Medrash Lekach Toiv, now is not time to discuss, because we'll never finish, it's already 10 to 9. Okay, so the Rebbe says, if we'll take a look at the Medrash Lekach Toiv in Parshas Ve'eschanon, and take a look at the Medrash Lekach Toiv, the Sikta Zutras in Parshas Re'eh, you will see he says, the Pirush as the Vim Legoin says, if the Vim Legoin had the Sikta Zutras, I don't know, and it's not relevant. I'll go upon him so it matches up eye to eye with the Vim Legoin, so it's wonderful support for what the Vim Legoin says. The biggest pele is as follows, and this is, Dafke the Aderes from Ponovish and Mir, and then was Elul Yerushalayim, the great Aderes. He wrote many Svorim, so he's in his Sefer Cheshboinah Shal Mitzvah, in Mitzvah Tov Nun Dalet. That's the Mitzvah count, the number in, in Sefer Achinuch, where he counts in Parsha Sra'eh, in the Mitzvah of the, the Lav of Baltasif and Baltigra. So Baltasif, so there, the, 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 the Cheshboinah Shal Mitzvah brings the Pirish of the Vilna Goy, and he says, listen to what he says. I have him before the Shigemaru. It says, Fakert from the Vilna Goy. The Gemara says, in Mesechta Rosh Hashanah, Davchov Chesom at Beza. That's the Gemara which we're going to focus on tonight. The Gemara says in Mesechta Rosh Hashanah as follows. Let me read for you the Gemara in Mesechta Rosh Hashanah. And that's basically the source of the Rambam you have in front of you. The Gemara says as follows. Listen, please pay attention to what the Gemara says. The Gemara says, Om Mosiv Rav Shemin Barabo. Uh, the Rabbi Nechanan has a different gears of the name, but it's all the same. Question is, if this is referring to the Beis Amigdosh, that's why it says, Some want to say it's referring to the Beis Amigdosh, as it says in Klechem, the Parshas in Chumish Dvorim, and also Rav Hutner in, in the Sefer as a coming for Pachat Yitzchak. Uh, Pachat Yitzchak, he published by Mohan Yerushalayim, he also wants to, and also published by, uh, by uh, yeah, by the, his, uh, by his Koyal, Koyal Chaim Berlin, yeah, whatever, or the Coney Island Avenue, if you were never there, you can visit it, it's a nice place. I don't know if you're a Lubavitcher, you should tell them you're a Lubavitcher, because they'll throw you out on your head for some odd reason. Nevertheless, yeah, you don't like the sound of that either, I know, okay, so you'll delete it if you don't like the sound of it. But Becholayfen, uh, yeah, so in there he says, uh, Rafutner also has a whole issue there, and he claims that the Losh Neil of the Duchen is talking about the Besamikdosh, but it's not Mukhrach, he can also be exp- discussing our Duchening, as we call it Duchening, because in the Besamikdosh he was talking about Duchening, especially in the Sifri, the way it says in the Sifri, it doesn't say the Losh Neil of the Duchen. So this din in Sifri, Parshas Re'eh, is lavd after in the Besamikdosh, and listen to the din. Shalayim, I want you to say, Hoyl, but not only Terushus, the Borach is Israel, the Kohen shouldn't say, Bibalda, Kodesh Borach gave me Rushus to Ben Shidin, Oisif Borach, Achas Meshali, I will let a Borach of my own. Right, he'll add the bracha which Meshur Rabbeinu blessed the Klal Yisrael in the beginning of Chumash Dvorim. Talmud Loimats, therefore, Hakadosh Baruch Hu says in the Torah, Loisay Sifo Aladovar. You have no right to add any brachas. So from here we derive that you're not allowed to watch. So this is quoted, like I say here in the Sechta Rosh Hashanah, and also quoted there in the Sifri and Parshas Re'ei. Take a look at the pasuk quoted. Now we're talking about changing the mode of the specific mitzvah. We're talking about a specific mitzvah of Birchas Koyanim, correct? This is Kapayim. It has to have three brochas. He wants to add a fourth brocha. HaKadosh Baruch says, according to the Vilna Goin, which posuk should have been quoted in the Shas, the posuk of Parshas Re'eh, where there it says, Loisosif, singular, right? In Dafka, what's quoted in Mesechta Rosh Hashanah, the posuk Loisosifu, which is in Parshas Vaischanam. Says the Aderes, this posing doesn't seem to coincide with the Vilna Goin. I'm a foolish Gemara Fakert from the Vilna Goin. So, would you believe what he does? I'll tell you in a minute what he does. He employs the sheet of the Vilna Goin. 
Everybody knows very well, whoever's been listening to this, these series of shiurim for the last many years, everybody knows the sheet of the Vilna Goyen. The sheet of the Vilna Goyen is that if something doesn't work out well, and you have no rational analysis or explanation, you have right to be magia the text. And that's exactly what the Adaris does. He says, Vibaldi, and he's in the eyes of the Adaris, the Vilna Goyen is takaholi, and he refers to him, Mamash Meridikalashenis. Sh- you would think that it's like a Lubavitcher referring to the Lubavitcher Rebbe, but no, it's Dafke the Adaris referring to the Vilna Goyen. And therefore, he says, Vibaldi, the holy Vilna Goyen said what he said, we have to be magia the Shas. Givaldik. And he says, the Posse quoted in the Shas and says the Rosh Hashanah is the correct text should be, not the Posse quoted in, from Parshas Vaischanon, it has to be the Posse quoted from Parshas Re'eh. Interessant, name Gorshei. And I thought, if you take out the Rambam in front of you, you will see that the Rambam brings this Psach right? If you have the sheet in front of you, and the Rambam quotes which Pasuk? The Rambam also quotes the Pasuk Loisei Sifu from Parshas where? From Parshas Vaischanon. So according to the Aderes, he doesn't quote this Rambam. According to the Aderes, you're going to have to be Magia, Mesecht Rosh Hashanah, right? And according to the Aderes, you're going to have to be Magia, the Rambam, right? And then according to the Aderes, you're going to have to also be Magia. This Loshna Rambam is quoted, by the way. Also in the Orches Chaim, in Hilchas Nesiyas Kapayin, and also in the Kolboy, in Simen Kuf Chof Hei, in Hilchas Nesiyas Kapayin, and they all quote verbatim, uh, the Loshna Rambam. So you're going to have to be Magia in all these places that where it says Loisaisifu, it means Loisaisif, where generally we have a rule, we don't do that. But nevertheless, let's give him the benefit of the doubt and we'll be Magia it. Uh, yeah, because there's no choice. We have to, if the Vilna Goyen said it, he said it. Uh, interestingly, uh, the Rav Shleimel and Mivilna in the Tshuva he mentioned earlier, even though he doesn't quote the Adera Selio, he also learns the Sukim like the Vilna Goyen, and he also bring, he, asks, he himself asks the question on himself. It seems that the Gemara on Rosh Hashanah who quotes the Pesach of Rosh Hashanah doesn't follow with me. And he says, you know, we can also be, be just corrected. We can, don't forget he came from Vilna. So he says we can correct the text. And it's not a problem. And then another Peshat, he says, ah, maybe the Gemara was the Medayag in which Pesach it brings. He meant mainly the gist and the message. Uh, I just want to say one thing. I personally didn't see such a gvald and the cash of the Vilna going. And that is because we find frequently that the, the Vilna Goyen's Pshat is based, he says it in the Aderes Eliyoh and Parshas Re'eh, and it's based on the Sifri. In the Sifri, it's very clear that in Parshas Re'eh, the Sifri explains the specific mitzvahs and the details within each specific mitzvah. The Mela, based on that, the Vilna Goyen says, based on the Sifri, according to the Sifri, the, the Posseg in Parshas Vos, Hanon will be speaking about the general number of mitzvahs. That's the way I understood the Vilna Goyen and the Aderes Eliyoh. But the Cheshbenish Mitzvah, the Aderes uh, learned and understands this Vilna Goyen, that it has to coincide with all the texts wherever this din is found. And it could be Taka, that is Taka, the sheet of the Vilna Goyen in general, as we've seen. The Vilna Goyen wants that wherever the din is mentioned, it makes no difference to what's safer, to be a Sefri and a Shas, but he, he, he emekt, he's Moichik, or he's Magia, that all the Svarim should be uniform. So even though Taka Elechanami, the Vilna Goyen, says Dafka in the Sifri, Mamela, personally, it wouldn't bother me if the Shas doesn't Dafka follow with it. Nevertheless, Lishita Sagra, Ba'atzmoi, the Cheshbonah Shol Mitzvah definitely knows the Shita Sagra, and therefore says, Amadaf Mekn, Umagia Zain the Shas, Bavli. We're moving on.
And that is, so even though that is the, their shita, what's just, let me share with you that there is a total opposite shita, which Dafka coincides with the psukim. And that is the shita of the Maharatz Chais. The Maharatz Chais in his Sefer Teres Anavim, in the Chalik on Baltoisif in Simen Gimel, so there he also has this approach that the, he explains the reason why the Torah has to mention Tupsukim. And he Dafke explains Moshe Kapoyer. He doesn't bring no Vilna Goin. And he explains just the opposite. He explains that the Parsha in Posek and Parsha's Vescham, there it is written, Boloshin Rabbim. Take out, it says, So there HaKadosh Baruch Hu is talking to each individual Yid. And each individual Yid, if he'll want to, He'll want to, so to speak, transform the specific mitzvah and where it sits is with different amount of fringes. etc., etc. So there, we tell him, that's why it says, Balasharabim, we talk of the Kalal Yisrael, when it comes to Parshas, when it comes to Parshas, excuse me, when it comes to Parshas Re'eh, where there it says, Balashin Yachid, he says, we're talking to the Bezdin, who he gives out a Psak Aloha, who are we afraid that maybe they're going to. Ed nu chagim amoyadim or nu mitzvahs who has the authority to do that? Dafka bezin, dafka meirahira, dafka rov. It's not in the hands of the individuals. That's why it says over there, Baloshin yochid, because they were talking about the general amount of mitzvahs, the general number of mitzvahs, or the general chagim amoyadim. And there the terrorist says we address it to the bezin, which is one body, so to speak. That's why it's Baloshin yochid. This is what the Maharetzchai says. The meisah bepoilus and befurish chaz de david and deteseftin. In Tesefte de Korbonis, in Perik Hey, Halacha Yud, and there the Chazde David says, he brings this Rambam and he bases it on the Rambam. He says, Look, I see the Rambam. He also learns that there are two categories of mitzvahs, two categories in Baltoisif, and he says, Definitely the first Possek. In Bibald, I see the Rambam quotes the Gemara on Rosh Hashanah. He quotes the Possek, that's talking about the specific mitzvahs, as mentioned, not like the Vilnagoyan, like the Maratzchais. The second, sorry. There is the second Pasuk, uh, the Pasuk in Parshas Rei is speaking about the general number of mitzvahs. The Rebbe in Lekutasichas, in Lekutasichas volume, the Lubavitcher Rebbe's Chusei Yogan Aleinu in Lekutasichas volume 14, and in volume 15, in the gloss, in the Haora, brings to our attention. He actually asks, he asks, uh, and takes issue with, uh, with the, with the Psikta Zutras and the Vilna Goin, and he says that from the Rambam it comes out Meferish not so. He asks it from the Rambam, different Rambams, and that is the Rambam where the Rambam speaks. The Rebbe quotes many Rambams. There is a Rambam. I'm going to add a Rambam. And the Rambam in the beginning of Sefer Ayad, after he enumerates all the mitzvahs and he speaks about the mitzvahs the Rabbonon, right before he starts the Sefer Mishnah Torah, and then the Rebbe goes on to quote a Rambam in Perik Tes from Hilchas Yisedi Torah. Then he goes on to quote a Rambam in Hilchas Mamrim Perik Beis. Then he goes on to quote. The Rambam say for a mitzvah and mitzvah shin yudimul and mitzvah shin yudalit. So there, where the Rambam speaks about the general number of tariag mitzvahs, there the Rambam quotes Dafka which pasuk? He quotes Dafka the pasuk, not like the Vilna Goin. You get it? He quotes Dafka the pasuk, not like the Vilna Goin. And the Rebbe says from the Rambam it comes out that Dafka the 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 the, the second the second pasuk. There the Rambam quotes Dafka the pasuk loy soisif, not the loy soisifu. So it seems from the Rambam. That the Rambam Taka doesn't learn like the Psikta Zutrus and the Vilna Goin. And as we just brought from the Chazdi David, that we see from Milchas Birchas Kayan and Milchas Desias Kapai from Milchas Tvila, that when it comes to the specific mitzvah, he quotes Dafka the Possek of Parshas Vaischana. Um, he'll then also, also references a Ramban in Parshas Vaischana, 
the Rebbe in the gloss, where the Pashas Veschan and he refers also the Ramban quotes uh, quotes such a uh, quotes that the Posik, if someone wants to add a new mitzvah, says the Ramban that is derived after from the Posik and Pashas Rei. So it seems that the Ramban's personal opinion is not like the Psikta Zutras and so Lamais. It seems to be a machlokis a Rishonim and a machlokis a Meforshim. Elamain Afkemidis. There will be many Afkemidis now. Is not the time to discuss the Afkemidis. What is interesting? And it's really fascinating. If you take a look at your Rashi in front of your face, please be so kind. Take a look at your Rashi. I'm sure you're standard Chumash if you don't have any Chumash you have, right? The regular Teres Moshe. So when you take out your Chumash, you will see something fascinating in the Chumash. Rashi in Parshas Vayaschana says, Lois say Sifu, says Rashi. Kigoin, says Rashi. Kigoin. Kigoin. Chumash Parshas Betfilm Chamesh Minim Belulav Chumash Tzitzies. Vechem Sigru. So he speaks about the specific details of the mitzvah. And he mentions Tfilin. Lulav and Sitzis. When it comes to Parshas Rei, Rashi says, says Rashi, take a look at the Rashi, and they say, Sifalav says, Rashi, Chamisha Toitof is between, Heimin in Belulav, and Arba Baruch is Beberchas Koyanim. So you see, number one, Rashi learns different than all these before Shem. Rashi Alatur, and he teaches both Psukim are referring to specific mitzvahs, not to the general number of mitzvahs, that's number one. Never, and then we find differences in the Loshan of Rashi. And that is in the Rashi and Vayeschan and Rashi says, when he talks about Tfilm, he says, Chomesh Parshia is Betfilm. And when he says in Parshia's Re'e, he says, Chomesha Toitofo is Betfilm. And in Parshia's, uh, in Parshia's Re'e, he doesn't mention uh, the uh, four brochas of Brichas Kayinim. And after he adds that in Parshia's Re'e. Actually, these Rashi's are mentioned in the Cheshbon Mishal Mitzvah by the Adaris. He doesn't go out to analyze it and explain the differences. But Dafka the Rebbe and Lekutis Sichas in Volume 9, in the Parshas Vayeschan, and we take a look at the Sichas in the Gloss, he goes in to explain all the specific details why Rashi seems to change the Lashonis. Actually, this, in the Sefer Maskele David, it quoted in the Pirush Bris Moshe on the Samag in, in, in the Lav in Simen Shin Samach Dalet, Lav in Shin Samach Dalet. So there he quotes, he raises an issue, the Brismesh on the Samag is uh, Robin Kleinverdine, I think. And Abe uh, Weisberger once told me that that's his, I forgot, he's related or he's from Kleinverdine. Anyway, he'll fix it up for us. But anyway, I just remember he mentioned to me something about the Brismesh. So the Brismesh in the lab in Shinsa Magdalit, he mentions and he ask, actually asks that he find all the Mone Amitzvahs. He mentions many, many Mone Amitzvahs, those who count out the Mitzvahs, Dafke count the lab. Of Baltasif, they quoted Dafka from Parshas Re'eh and not from Parshas Vaschanon. And he explains, he claims that the reason why, the Brismesha says the reason why we counted Dafka from Parshas Re'eh is because Dafka and Parshas Re'eh, we know of the din that you're not allowed to add a fourth brocha to Birchas Koyanim. And because these Rishonim want to mention this love, therefore the Dafka quoted the din of Parshas Re'eh and actually the Gurari. So he quotes the Sefer Maskele David, Rab David Pardo, but Lamaisa the Rab the Gurari. The Maralmi Prog also explains why Rashi Dafka adds <coughs> this, uh, the the Birchas Koyin and Dafka in Parshas Re'eh. And actually, it's Mufurish in the Sifri that we can know Dafka from Parshas Re'eh, as we'll go on to discuss. Uh, I'll call upon him. Uh, the Klechemda also goes into detail, has goes to town in Parshas Vayaschanan on this Rashi, Baruch and the flaw and the details of the differences of Rashi. So Rashi is Mamisha third opinion. We're moving on. Let's go now to the sugi we want to discuss. Let's take out the, our Rambam. Please be so kind to take out your Rambam. And the Rambam says, well, actually, before we go to the, okay, no, the Rambam is good. Have the Rambam in front of you, and I'll take out my Rambam also. 
And that is, we're reading the Rambam. We'll, we'll read the Rambam together. And that is, the Rambam says, the Rambam says, It's prohibited. The Koinim aren't allowed to add. The Koinim aren't allowed to add. <coughs> aren't permitted to add other brachas on the three psukim. And he gives you an example. Again, for instance, the Pasuk Hashem Elokei We find that in Chumash, in Kapitel. Where is that? In Kapitel, I'll tell you right away where that Pasuk is. That is in, it's in your English section, you'll find it. It is in, where is it? Oh, no, where is it? It's in Chumash Dvorim, Deuteronomy 11.11. So take a look at your uh, you're left in your translation, in your English. Okay, it's there. That's the bracha. Meshur Rabbeinu blesses the Eden. So that's the example given. Ukayot and the like. Loi bekol ram, loi belachash. Shenamar, we're going to just file that first of the Kigun. Shenamar, it says, loi sesivu ala dovar, and he quotes the posseg loi sesivu, which is from the parashas of Eschanan, as mentioned. Now let's go on. The Rambam says Kigun. Let me read for you the Gemara. And this is as follows. And this is just going to lead up to our issue, which we're going to discuss tonight. Basically, it's cut and paste from the Gemara. The Gemara says, the Gemara says, how do we know that a coin is only Luduch, and that says, Mesechta Rosh Hashanah, Davchav Cheson, Mitbeis. This Gemara is recorded, as mentioned, we see it clearly in the Rambam. It's also brought in Rabbi Yitzchak of Fasi, in the Rif, the Seif Mesechta Megillah, because there it records all the halachas of Berchaz Koenim and Esiyas Kapayim from Mesechta Seit, and also this Gemara he brings there too. Uh, and this is, like I said, also found in other Rishoyim in the Menia Mitzvahs. Uh, even though it's not found, I didn't see it in the Samag, I didn't need to see it in Sefer Achinuch. So the Gemara says, you, how do you know that he can't add a third bracha? And the Gemara says, if he says he's kigoin, he says, the Koin is prohibited to be add another bracha. Kigoin. For instance, Hashem Elokeav, Yisechem Yisef Aleichem Kochem, Talmud Leim Alei Seisif Full stop. Okay, so we're going to focus just on that. So let me just share with you, uh, and this is going to lead us into a, a, a discussion which is relevant, which is the, the main discussion of tonight. And that is in a moment. Uh, let me just bring to your attention a, a, a key principle, which is based on a Toysvis and a Sechta Sukkah. This is as follows. Baal Toysif, right? If we're adding, we're taking another mean of the Lulav. Torah says we have to have four meaning, the four types. Right? We have to have a Lulav and a Hodos and a, a Narova and an Esrig. These are four meaning. Does the Torah say we have to have the number four? This is a very interesting, fascinating discussion, which now is not the time, but I just want to bring to your, this, to your attention that there are certain mitzvahs where the number is inevitable, but the Torah didn't address the number. The Torah addresses the type. It just happens to be that because there are four types, there are four species. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, take the Lulav and the Yesring and the, and the Ahodas and the Arov. Does the Torah say you should take four? It doesn't say in the Torah you should take four. The Torah says you should take these minim. These minim are four. So the question is, what's the gather of Baltoisif in such a case? So the Rogachabra has fascinating information on this because he says there are certain mitzvahs where the Torah actually talks about the Etzim Mitzvah. And the Etzim Mitzvah is inevitable, it, it ends up being four. When the Torah tells us to take parshios of the Tfilm, does the Torah say take four parshios? No. Torah says you should take the parshios where the mitzvahs of Tfilm is written. So it happens to be there are four. But the Torah didn't say four. But then you have other mitzvahs where the Torah says the number. So the question is, like Lamites, Thomas Lamites Malkus, or whatever, certain things, there's a number. 
So there's numbers. Sometimes it enumerates the number. Sometimes it just tells you the mitzvah. From that, we know the number. So the Rogat has a lengthy analysis exactly what the Gedder of Altoisev is there. And Idafka has an interesting discussion and fascinating in Yonim. In this scene of Altoisev in relation to the four brochas of Koyanim. Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu never said you have to make three brochas. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says you should say Yevorechacha. It ends up being three brachas. So therefore we understand you can't add a fourth bracha. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, three brachas? HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, three psukim. Psukim, these psukim, these psukim are three. He never said three. He said, these psukim. So the Shaila is what together with Baltasar is in relation to the fourth psuk. Let's move in the meantime. So, so what, let's go directly to Lulav. Okay, because Lulav is a clear Toysvis. So Toysvis is Mechadish. Toysvis teaches us. And this is brought to our attention by the Avnei Nezer and Erechaim, Chelik Beisim, and Tov Samach Zayim. And by the Lubavitch, in this context of Baltoisif, of the halachas of Baltoisif, realize that there's so many, it's a lengthy and in-depth discussion. Baltoisif has many details and many halachas and many criteria, etc. We're only speaking about one specific Indian, and it, does, it, it can shed light to some degree on many other Indianim, but it's collateral, there's loads of information. We're focusing much on one specific point as we'll go on. And that is, let's move. Uh, excuse me. You know, I forgot to say Lechaim. We still find ourselves in the Yimei Tashlumen of Shavuos. So therefore, even though there's no Tashlumen for Simcha, like the Minchas Chiluch says, based on the Turi Evan, so there's no Tashlumen for Simcha, but definitely, nevertheless, as long as we don't say Tachnon, so there is a certain sense of, of Simcha, like brought from the Buchacher in Eishel Avram, in this that we don't say Tachnon, it's not just Zechel and Migdish, like the Adera says, it's Taka and Inyan, and the Rogachavar Paskins Mephurish, that Yemeyat HaShlumen, or Yemei Simcha Lat Yomtev. We once discussed this, so whoever thought that we're going to say a shir, which we said so many times, and Yemeyat HaShlumen from the Rogachavar going, we Dafka didn't. So look at that, you see? So I misled you, I'm sorry. And I'm sure all of you out there who heard the shir so many times will Baruch Hashem be able to repeat it yourself. So the Rabbi Chavez says, no, it's Ke'en Yomtev. The Yimei Tashlum and Ke'en Yomtev. L'chaim, l'chaim. And join me. So I don't know if you fellows had an opportunity to have a Kiddush and Shul and join together. But Okay. So Dabri Nezer tells us this in Erechaim, and then also the Rebbe in his Rashimis, in his private personal notes, which were found only after Gimel Tamas, and they were then published, were Zeichat to have the Rebbe's Chidush which he never ever said. <coughs> I think it's close to 100 handwritten tiny words, tiny letters, like Rashi letters, close to 100 pages, and there were five swarm published from the Rebbe's Chidush So in his Rashim, it's in Rashim number, Rashim number, Chaveres Nun, hey, I think it is, or Nun Ches, I can't see exactly what it is. It's Nun Ches, Chaveres Nun Ches. In that publication that came out as Contrasim at the time, and also uh, mentioned in the Sefer Nefesh Arav from Arav Shechter, the student of uh, Arav Soloveitchik, uh, So, this is a known principle and it's brought like all over. Toysvis tells us as follows Toysvis says that in order to be over Bibal Toysif, the additional mitzvah, the additional type, he talks about the four meaning. 
And Toysavis tells us, Ladas Rabbonah, the Chachomim hold that Lulav, the Gemara says in Mesech, the Sukkot of Lamedal of Amit Beis, Lulav ain't Sarich Eged. The Lulav doesn't have to be tied with the other meaning. Okay? According to them, you take him without tying them. If we tie them, it's only Mitzvah Manamuf Chorzeke, Livan Veyu, as the Gemara says, according to the Rabbon. But it's not actually part of the, the tying is not act, the, the essential part of the Mitzvah, like it is according to Rabbi Yehuda. Lulav ain't Sarich Eged. Toysavis says, it comes, it's very clear from the Gemara that according to Chachomim, even if you tie the lulav with a different min, even if it's not, we tie our lulav, that's the minig generally, right? And we tie the lulav with the leaves of the lulav. But to, the Gemara makes it clear that even Ladas Rabbona, that you don't have to tie it. If you tie the lulav with the other meaning, with a different meaning, with a different species, with a different type of type, not one of the four meaning, you are not over bibaltoisif. That's what it comes out from the Gemara. You added another min. There's another min there. There's another type. Hashem says, take four minim. The hodas, the lulav, the over. You take, you tie the lulav with another type, with another species, another type. So you should, why aren't you ever about Toysavis? Asks Toysavis. Basically, Toysavis explains as follows, that when are you ever about Only when what is added has, is performed like the initial mitzvah. In other words, and in this case, in the case of the lulav, the initial mitzvah, the din is you have to take derech giduloi. You can't take the lulav kapar up, right? That's why you know when you make the bracha on the yeshrik for those who, who fear zich, who have the meaning, there are many ways the Rishonim explain that you should make the bracha before you take the lulav, the esrig in your hand, but nevertheless, a lot of Yidin fears that they turn the, lulav, the esrig over, right? Why do you turn the esrig over and then you turn it back? Because you have to make the bracha before you fulfill the mitzvah. And therefore, you turn it over, the pitim is kapar up, right? And the ukits is on the top. You make your bracha, and you made the bracha before you perform the mitzvah, you turn it back straight, because then it's derev gidulo. In other words, you weren't making the mitzvah, if the esrig is kapar up, if the lulav is kapar up, etc., etc. We know all of that, it's obvious. It's and the same goes for the hodas and the arova. The mele says, tois misvibal da'aloche is that the kiyum mitzvah of lulav, the dalad meaning, is only when it is derev gidulo, so for the, for the added species, which you want to claim you should you are only if you do it in the same form and fashion, like the initial mitzvah. And what are we talking about? True, you took a fifth min, right? The fifth type, so that should be baltoisif. So Hashem says take four types. But the fifth type is not derogidulai. It's, it's around, you're wrapping it around the minim. It's not upright. So Bibal, the fifth min, is being wrapped around, and it's not upright, so it's not identical to the first four. It says Toysavis, therefore there's no Baal Toysavis. That's what Toysavis says in, in, that, in that respect. Based on this Toysavis, the Avnei Nezer in Simon Tovsa Machzayin tells us that this is a general principle in Baal Toysavis. It's not just a specific case for the Lulav, it's a specific, it's a general case for all Baltasif. And therefore his father turns to him and asks him the Shaila, why when a Yid sits in the, in the sukkah when it's raining, the Shulchan Aruch only says that he's a Hedyit, even though we used to say, okay, excuse me for that, for those who got it, appreciate it. Because if you walk out, but the Ramah brings from the Yerushalmi that if you sit in the circle when it rains, you're called a headyet. 
Write the simple thing. You're not dead. It's not as I Even though you look like you want to be a mother of mitzvahs. Okay. So his father asks the Avnei father asks him. The Chazay Nochem, He asks him, Why shouldn't there be a baltais if we are sitting? Why do we say it's only a hedit? You're sitting. The halacha exempts you, right? And you're sitting in the sukkah when it rains. So why aren't you having a baltais? Why is it only a hedit? And the Avnei Nezer says. Because midim Torah, the sukkah is meant to be for your hano. So that's the gather of the mitzvah mena Torah. You want to say that this by sitting in the rain, it's about toisif, but then your sukkah in the rain, where the way you're performing it is not like the initial mitzvah. The initial mitzvah is not in a mode of mitzvah. It has to be in a mode of hano. So therefore, your baltoisif can only be when you're in a mode of hano. And because you're a mitzvah, because it's raining, so it's not like the initial mitzvah. So therefore, it's like the case of the toisif, and definitely not a baltoisif. This is what it says in the Nazar, and he brings on their examples. Okay. Balderachzeh, let's go on. The Rebbe is asked by this individual, his name is Yisroel Ulman. The Rebbe penned this in 1933 in Riga. Riga, and that is uh, Riga. Yeah, he penned this, and he and, and this some Rabbi Yisrael Ulman, whoever he is, or it's a Yisrael Ulman, and this Yid asks the Rebbe Pshat and the Gemara. What does the Gemara say that when the Kohen wants is interested in adding a bracha, he gives you an example? Keep going. For instance, the bracha Meish Rabbeinu says the Klal Yisrael. Why is there a need for an example? Number one, keep going, and also why is there a need? And why is Dafka this bracha chosen out of all brachas? There are so many different psukim in the Torah. We mentioned different brachas. I mentioned that we choose Dafka, the bracha which is found Dafka in Pchumish Dvorim. Why? There's so many brachas mentioned before. And that is, we find different brachas found in Parshas Toldos, in Parshas Bayechi, in Parshas Bolok. Nevertheless, we Dafka chose this. And the Rebbe explains based on this principle, based on this Toysmith that the addition has to be identical to the mitzvah in order to be regarded as you're transgressing, you're being over Babaltoisif. So take a look at your Rambam and you'll see as follows. In the Rambam above, right, in the copy, you'll see it says, there's a halacha, it says, Koisev Vorchu, right before the halacha you'd base the last line. So we derive from what it says in the Torah, Koisev Vorchu, so you should make the brocha, it says, B'Shem HaMefurish. You should bless, make the birchas koyin with the shem on the foolish with the explicit name. And how is it explicit? With the Rambam, the Rashi says that the foolish in the in the Saita daf lamet ches that the shem ham mefurish we're talking here, even though in many other cases the shem ham mefurish may be referring to the shem mem beis, but in this case the shem ham mefurish is referring to the shem yud k vav k. So in the base amigdash they uttered. They expressed the, the the way they expressed uh, the the Yudke Vavke was the way it is actually written. So they said it explicitly. So that's the way it has to be done in the base Amigdosh. Commercial Amarna, the Rabbim says, like the Gemara says, and the Mishnah says, but in the in, in the big volume out of the base Amigdosh, you have to say the Yudke Vavke, but you say it bikinui. Bikinuyov. What does Bikinuy mean? You say it like Adnai, like we say always, oh, Yudke Vavke. How do we say it? We don't say it the way it's meant to be pronounced. We say it right in a deviated way, in the way as if it was written Aleph Dalad Nun Yud. That's the meaning. But definitely you need the Yudke Vavke Lechol Actually, there's an interesting Toysvis. The Toysvis, a Gewaltige Toysvis. Toysvis and the Sechta Soita brings a Piddush of Rabbeinu Hillel. When the Gemara says, Oh, Eina Ela Bikinuyov, 
Says Rabbeinu, Hilya Hillel, you know what? In, the, in his Pirush on the Sifri, what does Kinuyev mean? Kale, Elohim, etc. Kale, Elohim, all the different names of Hashem, that's the Kinuyev. But ask Toysis, we're talking about the apostle, Yivarach Hashem, the Yishmerecha. Yorin Hashem Ponevelacha, the Chuneko. Yis Hashem Ponevelacha, where is there an Elohim and a Kale? How can you say Yivarach Hashem? You should say Yivarach Elohim? He can say Nazasal Kedaitoch. So Toysmith says, Pshat in Kinuyev means like Rashi says and like the Rambam says. Kinuyev means you don't say the Yudke Vovke explicitly, you say it like as if it's written Aleph Dalet Nun Yud. Okay, but I'll call upon him. It's very clear that the case of Oruch Umid, you have to say the Yudke Vovke. Here comes the Rebbe, and the Rebbe explains, based on this principle of the Toysmith, that's the reason why the Gemara has to give an example, and that's the reason why we choose Dafke this example. And that is, Gemara says, the example, keep going, he's telling you, when are you over Babal Toysif, the Kain is over Babal Toysif, Dafke. If he adds the Brocha, which Brocha? The Brocha, which says, Hashem Elokei Aveseichem, Yosef Alechem Kochem Elefami. Meaning, it starts off with the Yudkei Vavkei. When is the Kain over Babal Toysif? Only if he adds a fourth Brocha, which has the Shem HaMafurich, which has the Yudkei Vavkei. Meaning, the Gemara is teaching us, Keep going. Dafke then the Yoyeva because then it's identical to the initial mitzvah. Because if it was a, another bracha which doesn't have the Yud Kevavke, then you're not Yoyeva because then it's lacking the gather of Baltoisev. Baltoisev demands that it should be like the mitzvah, like Toisev says, in relation to the fifth min of the Lulav. Okay. And according to that, the Rebbe explains we can appreciate why the Rambam, take out your Rambam, if you're acquainted with the Rambam, very infrequent. The Rambam doesn't write Hilchas at the time, it doesn't give any reasons, it doesn't bring any examples, etc. etc. The Rambam quotes the Gemara verbatim and he says, Kigoin. What do you have to bring the Kigoin? The Rambam should have just passed in the Allah the way it is without the Kigoin. Why is he giving you the example? Says the Rebbe, no, because the Rambam is not just giving you an example, the Rambam is telling you a halacha. Everything the Rambam says is a halacha. This is a psak. The Rambam's telling us, It has to be dafke, such a type of bracha which has the Shema Mufurish, and any other bracha which has the Shema Mufurish. Therefore, the Rebbe explains for this Yid, that's why even though we'll find in Pasha's Toilus, and in Pasha's Vayichi, and in Pasha's Bolok, in other words, many different places in the Chumash where we find brachas in the Torah before the Pasuk of Yosef Hashem, Yosef Kochem, we don't mention them. Why we don't mention them? Because over there, there's no Yudke Vavke. So there's no bracha found in the Chumash until the Posik in, 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 in Dvorim, in Dvorim 11, 11, which should say, Benusach Yudke Vavke. And that's why the Gemara brings Dafke the Kigayin, and that's why the Rambam records it La'alocha. The Rebbe therefore concludes, nevertheless, we don't find the Shulchan Aruch should bring this Kigayin, which is interesting, according to the Rebbe's Pshat. This is a Yisod and Aloha, but it has to be Dafka this gather. Uh, the Shechonoro doesn't bring it, and nor does the Tur bring it, nor does the Shechonoro bring it, and also the Rav Shechonoro, the Alter Rebbe Shechonoro, even though he brings many details, it doesn't bring it, it doesn't bring the Kegoyin. Dafka Levush brings the Kegoyin, the Levush brings the Kegoyin, but nevertheless, the Alter even though it generally goes in the Shittas Levush, doesn't quote this Levush, this Kegoyin, as he follows usually with the Ramam, doesn't bring the Kegoyin, the Rebbe says, because possibly as follows, the Rebbe is Mechadish, that the Baltois, the love of the Torah is Dafka when it's identical. But there may still be an issue. There may still be a prohibition, even if it's not identical. Okay? So, 
that's made the reason why the Shulchan Aruch omitted the Kegayim. But we're going back to the Rambam. I'll go upon him. Following in this vein, following in this sheet of the Rambam, that definitely the Rambam appreciates and follows with this Yisod and Baltasif, and this is also Mefurusha Rogachover, where the Rogachover discusses the ongoing statement of the Rambam. The Rogachover also references this Taisvis. The Rogachover knows all the Rambams, and the Rogachover also references this Taisvis to explain a Rambam. So in other words, the Rambam will also accept this principle in, in, in the, in the Gdorim of Baltasif. If so, here we go. The Rambam, let's go on, and the Rambam says, if, for instance, the Rambam says, he can't add a bracha on the three psukim. And he says, for instance, this pasuk as mentioned. Then he says, Lloyd balachash. Not in a loud voice and not silently, right? Not out loud and not silently. As I state in Rambam. Okay? Now, the Shas doesn't say, Lloyd balachash. The Shas doesn't mention it. The Sifri, even though the Sifri also, like we mentioned, the Pasha Ray brings this Gemara, right? It says this Halacha. Nevertheless, it doesn't say, The Rambam goes out of his way and mentions a definition in this deed. Now, when he adds a fourth Pasuk, he is even if he says it, if he says it either with a loud voice or if he says it even in silently whispering or silently, he doesn't say it loud. And this is Lechera Navi the Rambam, take a look at the halacha right before. Take a look at the line right before the case of Baruch Hashem and the Furish. The Rambam says it says in the post, case of Baruch Ram. You have to make the Birchas Koyen and Bikol Ram, right? Take a look at all the dinim. Case of Baruch Hu the Koyenim have to stand. Case of Baruch Hu they have to do it with. They have to have their palms stretched out. Case of Baruch Hu they have to say it in the holy tongue in Loshna Kodesh. We have to face right, face the people, have to face the coin face to face. You have to say it aloud with a loud voice. Now, based on what we just finished discussing, in the same should follow based on the toysvis and the setusukah. The same should follow when it comes to Kalram. Now, when is the fellow over Baltoisif? If he's adding a third bracha, if he does it with all the guidelines of what he mentioned before, only if he adds the fourth bracha and he does it by Amido. And he doesn't be Nesir's Kapayim. And he doesn't be Lashna Kodesh. And he doesn't Ponim Kineget Ponim. And he doesn't be Kail Ram. And he doesn't be Shem HaMafurish. Then he's Ayyubi Baltasif. Nevertheless, the Rambam says, when you're Ayyubi Baltasif, he says, Loib be Kail Ram, Loib Alachash. You're not allowed to do it, even if it's silent. We're talking about Baltasif. And the mitzvah is performed only if it's be Kail Ram. So what's the problem if you add a fourth bracha silently? Just like we explained, there's no problem. I'll go put him in the Torah's Baltasif. There's no shame on the foolish. So why should there be a problem if you say it silently? The Kiyo Mitzvah will be lacking if you don't say it. If you say it silently, you have to say it aloud. And many Paskim the Mishnah Brewer brings, and many Rishonim, and many Achreinim, I'll go many Paskim learn, and the ones who ask the Shaila say that all the Dinim of the Ramah, which he enumerates, the different dinim he mentioned are le'ikuva, are essential. All the ones who ask this shaila of the Rambam, this is not my shaila. This is a shaila which the Rabbit Shover go and addresses, but it's found on many other achroinim. And that is, <clears throat> they mainly ask it in this mode and in this style. They claim, Vibaldo, all these dinim are essential. So it's the essential for the performance of the mitzvah, essential for the performance of the mitzvah. So how, how can the Rambam say that if he's lacking the balachash, he is what? He will be, there will be a baltoisif. Obvious question, okay. Now, uh, let me bring to your attention this Shiloh 
is brought to our attention by Rab Meir Simcha of Dvinsk, the colleague of the Rabbi Chopper Goin, in his Chidushe Rab Meir's Rab Meir Simcha. In addition, the generally is known that he wrote the Sameach on the Rambam, and he wrote the Meshech Chochma, no Meshech Chochma, sorry, the Meshech Chochma on Chumish. Well, there was there in the last many years in Tavshin Nun Dalid, almost like 35 years ago, about, I believe, right? They published Chidushe Rab Meir Simcha Lashas. That was found from Savyadin, which before his Ptira, he gave it away to the Rav in Riga that he should publish it for him, and he published it, and they found the Savyad, and they published it. So there are a lot of Chidushatari there, there on the Sechta Seite. In Daflamet Ches, the, the, the Rameir Simcha raises this issue, and I'll share it with you in a moment. This same Shailish is raised also by the Mishnah Brura. By the Mishnah Brura in the Bir Halacha in Simen Kufchav Ches, and it's also raised by the Aderes in the Shailas Etshuvis. He wrote a Shailas Etshuvis called Man Elio, which was published in their Yisrael from Ksavyad. From the Hezder Yeshivas, they published it. I'll call upon him. In Simen Kufchav Beis, he uh, raises this issue and he brings to our attention that the Mishnah Brura and the Bir Halacha raised the issue. What's the issue? The issue is as follows. The, the Rameir Simcha says, the, he asks the obvious Shaila. He says, when it comes to the Gemara, it's very clear from the Gemara that you have to say it because wrong. You have to say the, the Birchas Kayedim aloud, right? And, but mainly he says as follows. If it has to be said aloud, especially if it is what? If it's essential, right? So therefore, it would make sense that if the Kayedim who adds a Bracha, and he says it silently, he won't be edible about Pesif. Like we explained, he just takes it for granted. Doesn't explain himself, doesn't substantiate it. But we explained it as substantiated based on the Tosfos, based on the, these are principles and general givens when it comes to the Gedder of Al-Tosif. Actually, uh, Rav Shechter adds, uh, not, I think it's Rav Shechter, adds in the Nefesh Arav that it's also obvious from the Sechta Erevin that these principles, these guidelines are like, so to speak, essential when it comes to when it comes to Tosif, not just based on the Tosfos. Okay. So he goes on to say, <clears throat> says the says the Rab Meir Simcha as follows: If he wouldn't say it be koil rom, the Baldi Gemara says be derived that it has to be be koil rom. If he wouldn't say it be koil rom in a loud voice, you wouldn't be over be He said the same would apply if the coin wouldn't do it. Benesias kapayin. Imagine if the coin, when he says the actual brachos, right? He sorry, he adds a fourth bracha without raising up his kapayin, right? Would it be over be Says Rameir Simcha, the Pashtis, he won't be able to baptize either. Because just like we know that all these dinim are essential, so if you're lacking what is essential, it's only a bracha in general, it's a good bracha. But it's not big berchas kain. It's not big gedder nesiyas kapayin. And these are guidelines and essential uh, principles, elements for what? For, to fulfill the mitzvah of nesiyas kapayin. So therefore, like we said, the additional uh, bracha has to be identical. And he says, so it would seem the same would apply if you don't do it when you see Eskapayim. The Mele asks Rabbi Simcha, take out a Rambam. In the Rambam, it says that even if you say Balachash, you're over the Baltoisif. Asks Rabbi Simcha, why should you be over the Baltoisif? Listen to his Lashen. We need Tzorachin, what the Rambam says, and we have to search where does the Rambam take this to say that there's a Baltoisif, even Balachash. In other words, the Rameir Simcha learns all the dinim are identical. If Bepashis, if you need Kalaram, if you do it Balachash, there shouldn't be a Baltoisif. The same should apply to the CS Kapayim. And then he says, what's puzzling 
and surprising is and fascinating. He said the Shulchan Aruch and the other Mechabrim don't quote what the Rambam says. When the Rambam, when the, the, the Shulchan Aruch records this din, that the Koyim is not allowed to add another bracha, you would have expected the Shulchan Aruch, Yosef Karo, the Bishyosef, the Mechaber, genuinely sticks to the Lashna Rambam. He records this din, but he doesn't mention the Loibe, Loibe Koyil Rambam, Loibe Lachash, he omits that section. So Ramir Simcha only proves from here that you see, ah, there's some problematic issue with it. Not in vain, the Shulchan Aruch omitted it. That's what he wants to hint, so to speak. And therefore, we have to understand this Rambam. Where's the Rambam coming from? What's the pillow? Where is it coming from? And he says, the Shulchan Aruch, who doesn't mention it, how like Dover who? The Zoktepes. Well, there is a the Mishnah Brura. Listen to the Mishnah Brura. The Mishnah Brura, I'm going to share with you the Bir Alocha. Whoever has a Mishnah Brura can take out his Bir Alocha. That is in, uh, uh, excuse me, in Simekuf Chav Ches. It's uh, uh, in this dim. Koyin Sif Chav Zayin. In the Bir Alocha. So in the Bir Alocha, he explains on his own. He comes to say, look, it's the Koyin is Eimeh Bebal Toisif. And says the Bir Alocha, I would, it's L'Chayri, it would seem, he says, on his own, that if the Kohen says this fourth bracha without spreading out his hands, and the like, all, and he's lack, or if he's lacking any other of those guidelines which we mentioned, which we enumerated, right, he wouldn't, this not, it wouldn't be regarded as a hisafa on the mitzvah, right, like we discussed till now. It would only be regarded as a plain bracha. And interestingly, he bases it on the Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch. So I'm going to fulfill a, a directive, a mitzvah of the, of the Mishnah Brura. Imagine if the Mishnah Brura would come to you to Chavitz Chaim, would say to you and tell you, go somewhere, do this. Wouldn't you go out of your mind and out of your way to fulfill the request of his? So Bibal the Bir, Allah says, Ayin Shom, look this, I'm going to look there, and I'm going to be Mekayim, a directive of the Chavitz Chaim, because the Chavitz Chaim is alive. And therefore, when I look there, the, the Alter Rebbe says as follows. He's not all I add on his own accord. More than the three psukim of Birchas Koyenim. And if he adds it, he's over about Toysif. And the Balatani, the Alter Rebbe, the Shulchan Aruch Horav adds. Im Omar bin Isiyas Kapayim, Ubahzoras Ponim Klapeyom. If he says, when is he Yavibabaltoisif? If he says it with his hands spread out, and if he faces the people face to face. What's the mocker of the Balatani of the Rav? Well, Rav Tanahu Upolig. Dalta Rebbe doesn't need a mocker. We know very well. And the Mela, what he says is good enough for us. But interestingly, he must have had a mocker. And Lamai said, there's a mocker. And what is the mocker? The Mishnah Brura Dafke brings. A Rajba in Mesechtesuke. It's a Rajba in Mesechtesuke. Lamaisi, it's a Rajba which we know Lamaisi today is a Ritva. So you'll take out a Hidushi or Ritva in Mesechtesuke, Daflavadalef. The same Ritva says the same thing in Mesechta Rosh Hashanah, Daflav Chesed, the Sugya of Baltoisif. Now he says, the Lamaisi, the Pearl, the Ritva says it for different reasons. And therefore, I'm not going to go into it, but I'm just going to hint to you and bring to your attention that. Harav Hutner, 
says, I don't know what the Mishnah Brewer is asking. His whole kasha doesn't get off the ground. And he says, this what it says in the Rajma has nothing to do with what he wants to convey. And therefore, he remains with the Tzorachim on the Mishnah Brewer. And he says this in context. He writes a letter. He has correspondence with a Rav Rifkin, who was a Talmud in Tonchet Mim in Lubavitchim. He was a Rav in the in the Chotzer of the of the Rebbe Rashab and wrote a sefer called Teferis Tzion. And there he has. He was a, a Rosh Yeshiva in Torah Vadaasa, one of the Zikni Achsidim who sat behind the Rebbe. Everybody knew of him, Rabbi Morotcha Dov Rifkin, and he. Uh, he, uh, in his sefer, talks about Baltoisev and he reconciles the kasha of the Mishnah Brura, says Harav Hutna to him in a correspondence. I don't know why you have to reconcile it the way you're reconciling it. The whole kasha doesn't get off the ground, and the Rajbah has nothing to do with this Mishnah Brura, what he wants to convey. Please look there in the sefer as the corner of Pachad Yitzchak. And we can't discuss not what the Pachad Yitzchak uh, says and not what the Tiferesian says because they go have a total different approach in the whole analysis and the need, why we need the, 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 the Nesiyas Kapayin, and why we need the Koil Rom, and why we need the Havzor Esponim Klapi Om. But going back to the, the, to the approach of Rav Meir Simcha and the Aderes and the Mishnah Berur, and the way it seems from the Rav Shulchanoch, he says there's only the Baltoisif. We don't know, I'll be honest with you, even the way the Teferisian learns, or even the way, that, mainly, the way Rafutna learns, we can also learn in the Balatanya that way. So I don't want to use the Balatanya either as a support for what the Mishnah Brewer is saying. But let's not go there. I'm very sorry that I'm speaking in riddles. It's too late. The Iker. But just taking the Rav at face value, the Mishnah Brewer saw him. So the Rav Shachonoruch says, when is the Rav Al-Taisif? Only when it's Nesiyas Kapayim, Babachzoros, Pronim, Klapayam. Which the guidelines are, like we said, because it has to be identical to the initial mitzvah, right? Mashenke, the others learned that the reason is a different reason. In order, it shouldn't be zelechudekoy v'zelechudekoy. If you'll figure out that's a, a sugi in Sanhedrin. That's what the Ika, what Rav Hutna wants to claim. But that's what it says in the Ritva. But let's say because that's what the Rav Balatanya means, that the Rav means, it's not identical. And therefore, he goes on to say in the brackets, therefore, one, we say the Hashkifo, right? The Koyin says the Hashkifo, says the Alter Rebbe, why does he say it? He says it only after he turns his face from the people. Now, why isn't Hashkifam regarded as an additional bracha? You know why? Because he's not a problem. Because he's lacking the essential of Ponim Keneget Ponim. You get it? Because he's not saying it because the coin has to say it after he turns his face away and after he puts his hands down. That's when he says Hashkifam and the market for this Balatani is a Rashi on the reef in Seif Mesechte. This the Rebbe says in the in the Rishimus in his notes uh, that the Mokar is a Rashi in, in, uh, on the reef in Seif Mesechte Megillah. Uh, where there the Rashi on the reef explains about the Yehirotzon, which the which the which the Kohen says before he starts the Duchening. So why isn't that part of the Brochus? He says the reason why it's not part of the bracha is because he turns his face away from the people. He hasn't yet turned his face to the people. So the Rebbe says for the same reason, at the end of the bracha, it's not a problem of Baltasif because the Alter Rebbe is saying, because he says the Hashkifa away from the people. But it's very clear, says the Mishnah from the Rav Shulchanoruch, that you need to have the same guidelines of the initial mitzvah. Now, uh, the, the, the approach of the Mishnah Brewery is that all these dinim are essential. The Balatani is shita seems to be that even if they're not essential, 
It also is problematic if it's not identical to the Kiyom Mitzvah of Berchus Koyenim, which that the Rebbe addresses in his Rishima. So I'm not going to go there now. So that's also another detail. But again, the general approach. So basically, the Mishnah Bruder claims that, the, then he says, fine. So he says, look, it seems from the Rav Shulchan Aruch that all the Dinim, which, we, which the Rambam enumerates, follow along, right? In other words, if one is lacking, so then there's no problem of, of Baltoisif. So then he has a cash on the Rambam. He says, look, I take out a Rambam. The Rambam seems to say that if you say, Balachash, you are over the Baltoisif. There is a Baltoisif. So then he makes, so the, the Bishnabura says, it would seem from this Rambam that he says that if the voice is Balachash, you can, there's a Baltoisif, but it seems that everything else will follow. According to the Rambam, there'll be a Baltoisif, even if it's not Benesia's Kapayim, even if it's not Bishem Amafurish even if it doesn't have all the other essentials. In other words, he claims, he wants to, he understands that the Ritzva, this Rajb and this Rambam are basically cup of cup. This portion, there's a Machlokas Arishonim according to the, the, the take of the Mishnah Brura, that according to the Rajba, all the Inyanim, every one of those, if one of them is lacking, you're not over Babal Taisif, according to the Rambam, if any one of them are lacking, not just the, the Lachash, you will be over Babal Taisif. And he concludes with Sarachion. It remains problematic and questionable. Now, let me just bring to your attention as follows quickly. We have to come to the Rabbi because it's late. So, whereas it is, it's overtime. But nevertheless, we bow this Yimiyat Tashlumin, so you'll give us an option to be Mashlim. Thank you. Now, uh, let me share with you as follows. The fact is, this Shaila is also asked by Araf Soloveitchik in the Sugi of Baltoisif. Not the Mishnah Berurah, he asked the Shail on the Rambam. In other words, he doesn't quote, there's no Rameir Simcha there. He, in the, in the Haraf Salavechik, in the Rishimah Shiurim, in the Sechta Suk, in the Sugi of Baltoisif, he also asks the Shail on the Rambam, why the Rambam, where the Rambam take it, took it from, and why Taka does the Rambam pass, and that even Balachas, there's a Baltoisif. In the, there's a gloss, there a note, uh, in the Rishimah Shiurim, and the note, according to the introduction to that Sefer, it seems that the note, the reconciliation, is from a student, not from the Haraf Salavechik himself, but uh, like I say, uh, uh, we, we, those who want to look in the note there. Now, there is a, this Shaila is also raised in the Nefesh Harav. In the Nefesh Harav, and also in the Lekutatur and Pashas Nasa in the Sefer Nefesh Harav, and it's also analyzed and reconciled. Uh, let's move on. Let, let me just bring to your attention an interesting reconciliation, which seems to like clear, clear the whole issue. And this is as follows. In the Sefer Maiser Rekeach, Maiser Rekeach is Hasfaradi, the known, uh, known uh, commentary on the Rambam is known as the Maiser Rekeach Hasfaradi. And the Maiser Rekeach, when it comes to this lotion of the Rambam, where the Rambam says, says the Maiser Rekeach, now this, by the way, the Maiser Rekeach is quoted, is quoted, uh, quoted by, in the, hmm. no, it's not quoted, let me tell you where it's quoted. There's a Sefer called Eila Mitzvis. Eila Mitzvis is from a Yid, a Rav, and not far from Varsha. It says his name was Rab Chaim Meshulam Koifman HaKoyen. And this Sefer, Dafka Eila Mitzvis, has a lengthy discussion. It was published in Petrikov, in Tofresh Samachvov, in 1905. He was a Talmud of the Ostrovtsar. And he, there's a Haskoma, there's a Hamlotza. There's a uh, approbation of the Rogachover going in the Sefer, and the Rogachover signs off the letter, Yedidi Minorai. He was the Rogachover's friend, Nachfun 
von your kind weiß, von kind weiß, wie die Menorai. So interesting, and Dafke in the Sefer Ela Mitzvah is a big London, so there he quotes this Meiser Ekech. Well, there is that, Dafke in the Binyan Shleime, which we mentioned originally, he wants to say it on his own. But listen to what the Meiser Ekech says. He quotes the, the Sifri, the Sifri, the Sifri in Parshas, in Parsh, uh, the Sifri, in, uh, excuse me, in Parshas Re'eh. In Sifri and Parshas Re'eh, listen to what the Sifri says. How do I know Shem Posach Levorech Birches Koyenim Shelo Yoyma? A Koyen shouldn't say Holo Posachti Levorech. I mean, is a lot to say Hashem Elokeav Eseichem Beisav Aleichem. Talmud Loimar Dovor Dovor. The Posach says Kol Hadovor Asher Anuichi Mitzava Eschem Dovor. Says the Sifri. You know what Dovor means? Afilu Dibur Loisaisi for love. Afilu Dibur. In other words. This is a special aloha. All the mitzvahs we know are b'maiseh. Here we have a special aloha of Birchus Koyanin. That's what the Mephoshim say, that as Dafka comes about, Dafka, we know of this Dafka and Pashas Re'eh. That's why Rashi, some Mephoshim say, adds this Dafka and Pashas Re'eh, because we know it from the Loshin, Kol HaDovar HaShanechim Mitzvah HaEschem. In addition to what it says, Tishmeru Lassois, you have to keep it on that. The Torah says, don't add and do, and don't subtract. Torah says, Kol HaDovar, which is a filu dibur. Even in relation to dibur, Torah says, don't add and don't subtract. So from there we know that refers to what? To dibur. The man says, the Maishere Keach, Dibur. What does Dibur mean? Stam Redden. There's no coil wrong. What's on the speaks? He could be speaking silently. Balachach. He could be speaking aloud. So Vibald, it says, Afilu Dibur. Stam, it would seem that any type and style and mode and fashion of Dibur. So he claims, the Maishir claims that the mocker of this Rambam is Dafka from the Sifri. From the Sifri in Parshas Re'eh. A filu dibur stam, even if it's not bekoil rom, and it's a special halacha that even though it's not identical to the kiyum mitzvah of berchas koyanim, nevertheless is exerus akosuf kilo that there is a baltosif when it's bedibur a filu belachash. Which according to that, if you'll take that approach, the whole approach of the mishnah brura doesn't clap. In other words, this is an exception. In other words, when it comes to all the other halachas, of course, the Rambam will agree. To the Ritzvah, to the Rajvah in Mesech, the Sukkah, that has to have all the guidelines of Berchus Kainim. But Dafka, this is an exception. Koel Ram is an exception, and we can appreciate that. Because you notice the Rambam only says it in relation to the Koel. The Rambam chooses Dafka that example. Why does the Rambam choose Dafka that example? By Sechusi holds that Dafka only their approach, it applies. According to the Maeserikeh, that follows very well. According to the Mishnabru, it would be Tzorachion. He claims that what the Rambam just brings it on as an, as an example. Right? But really, it goes along and all the other mitzvahs follow along and all the other uh, guidelines follow along. So why did the Raman choose Dafka? That example, according to the Maeserikeh, it applies only in such a case. That's an easy way out. And interesting, like I said, the Bin Yishloim on his own. On his own, does it bring the Maeserikeh? Wants to say that, maybe shot in the Rambam. It's an easy way out. And if you like it, take it. Because we got to move quickly now. Now, I would like to say as follows. I would like to say that... The Rogachover going and Rab Meir Simcha argue cup of cup. In other words, excuse me, they obey the grace of Eden, but they don't see eye to eye in this Indian. And this comes about based on another shtickle of Rab Meir Simcha. And I believe because Rab Meir Simcha learned the way he learned, therefore, when it comes to this din of Belachash, he identified 
just like you have to say the birchas kainah bekoil rum, the same all the other guidelines apply. Like the Mishnah Brura said. In other words, in that respect, the Rameir Simcha goes along with the Mishnah Brura, and the Mishnah Brura goes along with the Rameir Simcha, that if we say we need the guidelines of Berchus Kayanim, so just like the Rajba mentions Nesiyas Kapayim, and it doesn't mean Dafka, it means all the other guidelines, only then is there a Bar Baltoisif, the same the Rambam. If he holds that there's a, no Baltoisif, there is a Baltoisif, even without the Kayanim, they're all the rest go along. Let me explain to you possibly why Rabbi Simcha and the Mishnah Bura learned that, learned that way. Mainly Rabbi Simcha, not so much the Mishnah Bura. And that is as follows. There's another shtickle of Rabbi Simcha. And that is as follows. Toysvis and Mesechta Sukkah. It's a simple thing. So just hang in with me. It's like a not early, but nevertheless, we'll come to, we're, we're wrapping it up. Toysvis, the Gemara says, the Gemara says, how do we know that we have to say it bekoil rum in a loud voice as the Gemara? Because it says, that's a Gemara in Saita. Let me bring to the, your attention the Gemara in Saita. Excuse me, let me just find the Gemara in Saita. Where's the Gemara in Saita? Oh, Anyway, we know the Gemara says in Saita, how do we know that it has to be? Oh, here's the Gemara Saita. I'll read for you the Lashon. In Daflabit Chesom Adalab, the Gemara says in Saita as follows. The Gemara says, Ein Rega. Zog the Gemara. Kaisavarachu Bikoil Ram. Kaisavarachu tells us like the Rambam says. Kaisavarachu is Bikoil Ram. We saw it in the Rambam. Says the Gemara, Oyena Yelabalachash. Maybe Kaisavarachu means so, meaning Kaisavarachu means so you should say the Bracha. That's what the Kodesh Baruch says to the Koyanim. Says the Gemara, it's be, the meaning of Kodesh Baruch is Bekoil Ram with a loud voice. Says the Gemara, Maybe it means even silently, with an undertone, silently. Some say Lachash means silently, some say Lachash means whispering, but I'll tell Potter it's not Bekoil Ram. Talmud Loimar, therefore the Torah says, Omer Lohem. What does Omer Lohem mean? Ka'adam Sha'omer Lechavir. Like a person speaks to his friend. When a person speaks to his friend, he doesn't whisper. When a person speaks to his friend, he doesn't say it with an undertone, silently. He speaks up, like we say. Speak up, right? So that's the Ask Toysvis as follows. Ask Toysvis, what do we need to derive it from Koi, from Koi Sevorach? Why can't we know it from Exerashava of Har Grizim Vahar Evo? Now, it's, it's questionable why Toysbis asks his question exactly what Toysbis says. Toysbis says, Tamalari. It's puzzled. The re was puzzled. Why was the re so puzzled? It's discussed in other Mephorshim. We're not going to go there. But Toysbis asks, because we find at the beginning of the Gemara, how do we know that it has to be said? Says the Gemara, it says, so, how do we know it has to be dafka done? The breakfast has to be said in Loshan Kodesh. Says the Gemara, we derive it, from where? From Har Grizim and Har Evil. Just like Har Grizim and Har Evil had to be done by Loshan Kodesh. It says, Just like over there, the Gemara derives in Daflamid Beis and Daflamid Gimel. So, Har Grizim and Har Evil, when the Levi, Imam Mevorech Esa'on, 
Right, the Shvatim is stood in our Gizman Arevo. So they said the Brocha Beloshna Kadesh. Half two, it's Beloshna Kadesh. So over there it says Loshin Brocha. Here it says Loshin Brocha. Just like over there, Loshna Kadesh. Here too, it's Beloshna Kadesh. The Gemara over there says, Rabbi Huda says, you don't have to come out to the Gezer Shava. It says in the Torah, Koi, Koi, Koi Savarachu. Koi means, Koi means the way it's written. The way it's written. Achiyem, Rabbi Loshna Zeh. Azoi, Zolmin Zagn. Vi Azoi, Vi Estate Chumish. Vi Estate is Chumish. In Loshin Kadesh. That's what Rabbi Yehuda says. I'll call upon him. The, Bald, the Gemara mentioned earlier, Gzair Shava, right? If the Gemara already mentioned Gzair Shava earlier, why doesn't the Gemara use the same Gzair Shava to tell us that it has to be Bikoil Ram? Why? Because if you say, in the Gemara, the Gemara says, how do you know it's Bikoil Ram? You know why? Because the din is that, by the, the fact is that by the, the Levim, it says, Va'onu, they, that, that the Levim said the Brocha is Bikoil Ram. It's in the footage of passing in Parshas Kisavoy. Take out a Kisavoy, and it says that the, the Levim are saying it Bikoil Ram. And all the Yidin say Amen. After they say the order of the Brocha, they say Amen. So they're saying it, this is before the turn of Bikoil Ram. So let's use the Gzair Shava. Now Tosis concludes to say, that that may be the difference between the Chachamim and Rabbi Huda, just like above. The Chachamim needed the And the Rabbi Huda said, we don't need the Xerishava. So Teisva says, the same applies in this din of Bekel Ram. The Gemara is saying it here. Of Kaisa Baruch, we know it, that goes according to Rabbi Huda, but that we know it from, from the Kel Ram of the Levim, that goes according to the Chachamim. That's what Teisva says. Says Rabbi Meir Simcha as follows. Listen to what Rabbi Meir Simcha argues. He says as follows. He says, the Koel Rom, by the Levian, it says, You know why you have to say it loudly there? You know why you have to say it aloud? Because the people have to hear. You say to them, Baruch, the blessed who will ever fulfill these and these things. We're enumerating different things that are being cursed for. We're enumerating different things that are being blessed for. So therefore, we're giving guidelines to the Am Yisrael, what they should do and what they shouldn't do. Take out your Parsha Savoy. So therefore, they have to hear. If they're not going to hear, it's the Gorn Shuv Gitan. therefore, they have to hear. Bemele, therefore, depends on their hearing. So therefore, it has to be said with a loud voice. Kol Ram, says Rab Meir Simcha. But our case is a total different case, says Rab Meir Simcha. Here, the din of saying it be Kol Ram is a din in the Tzuras Ha'amira. It's not relevant to the ones who hear it. It's not negated to the ones who hear it. You don't have to hear it to Dafke. The Mevarach has to say the Brocha Bekel Ram. In other words, just, I'm embellishing it a bit. Just like the Mevarach has to say it, Bolosh Nakoidish. Just like the Mevarach has to say it. These are guidelines in the Tzuras Abrocha. Right? Otherwise, it's not a Birchas Kayanim. He has to say it, Ba'amido. He has to say it, Benesiyas Kapayim. He has to say it, Bolosh Nakoidish. He has to say it, Panim Kenegit Panim. He has to say it, Bekel Ram. If he's not saying it the Kalaram, it's not called Birchas Kainim. It's a Brocham, it's not Birchas Kainim. But where does it say that they have to hear it? So by the Levim, there is a need that's essential for them to hear it. Well, it's essential for them to hear it. That's why it's Bikalaram. So the Kalaram there is relevant to the recipient. The Kalaram by the Birchas Kainim is not relevant to the recipient. And it gives an example. Listen to the example given. The din is as follows, and that's a Psakaloch in Shulchan Aruch and the Rambam. Listen carefully. You have a shul which only has koyanim. The Gemara says, a city which only has koyanim. Or a shul which only has koyanim, right? And says the Gemara, what's the psak? We say they all go up for birchas koyanim. And who are they going to say the bracha to? 
So the Gemara, the Shulchan Aruch says, and the Gemara says that the women and the children will answer Amen, right? And that is only Bigvulin, but we can have a scenario where there's no women and no children, and that is in the Beis Amigdash. In the Beis Amigdash, you don't need three separate brachas, you don't answer Amen, it's all as one bracha, so therefore there's no separation of Amen. So it can be even without women and children. Like the Mepharshim said, the women and children are needed only for the wedding of Chaskarim is said uh, after, out of the Beis Amigdash. But in the Beis Amigdash, it's all said one after the other without the Amens. So imagine, imagine, there's no one in the shul, Nebuch, like our shuls looked like to a degree in lockdown of the quarantine and the shul was restricted and you can only have 10 people. So just imagine, you need for Brichas Kain and a minion, right? Just imagine all of the people who came, who registered for your minion, the 10 people, are all Koyanim. Okay, listen carefully. And they're all going up to Duchum and they're going to say the Brichas Kainim. And there's no one else in shul because they don't allow women or children in, right? They're outside. Do they make Brichas Kainim? Yeah. Says the Gemara, who do they say the Brichas Kainim for? They say the Brichas Kainim, La'achayim Shebesodos. The Rachayim Shebesodos. Like, unfortunately, in our case, many Yidin didn't go to shul because they weren't able to come to shul. Just, just like their brethren Yidin who were in the fields and they couldn't make it to shul, they're Anusim. Alderev Zenebuch, a lot of Yidin were on lockdown, quarantine for health reasons or for safety reasons. They're home, they didn't go to shul, they can't go to shul. So, therefore, the Brichas Kainim in the shul. It relates to them, it's also it bestows, the brach is bestowed upon them even though you're in your house. Interesting, the Alter Rebbe proves from that that the ponim, keneged ponim, is not essential because the am shebisodos aren't facing the shul face to face, the koyanim. So there we see it's not essential. That's what the Alter Rebbe says, an interesting point of the Alter Rebbe, which he writes in brackets, and the Rebbe says the Alter Rebbe is mesupic and questionable, questions this point. But whatever, let's move on. Take a listen carefully. Guess what? Rameir Simcha says, when the Am, when the Kainim, there's all, there are only 10 Kainim in the shul, and they're saying the Brachas Kainim, and it's an empty shul. Imagine the great synagogue, or the, the Yerushalayim, the shul, what do you call that shul in Yerushalayim? The massive shul. Imagine 10 Kainim, it's a Ladik. Nebach, Sedoin, yeah? Anyway, let's move. And you hear the echo. Do they have to say it because Ram, or they can say it silently? There's no one to talk to. Says Rameir Simcha, listen to what Rameir Simcha says. The Afal Pisha Beis Aknes is Kula Koyanim. The Kulan Oil in the Duchan. Ulamim Bevarchim Lachem Shabbosod is the Loisham the Klan of Klau. The people who aren't the Shul don't hear it at all. Mikol Makayim Boy Shiyeh Bekoil Ram Kadamayim Lachaveroi. Rameir Simcha says it's a given that if in your Shul, no one's in Shul, you bang the Brochalam Shabbosod. Yeah, nevertheless, the Allah of Bikal Ram applies. You have to say Bikal Ram. In other words, he accepts to say, and he says, Uborulani is that. It's Pashit in my eyes. In other words, he says, therefore, the case of the Levim is a different case than Brechas Koyin. The Koyin Ram of Brechas of the Levim is for people to hear, because they have to answer Amen, because it's a guide for them. If they don't hear, they're not going to get the message. But to get a Brochi, you can get a Brochi if the guy's not in front of you. And even if he doesn't hear you, if you say lechaim, I say lechaim now for Klal Yisrael. And Klal Yisrael doesn't hear the brocha halavai. It should be nimshach and Klal Yisrael. Amen lechaim. Definitely, it's stronger and mightier if it's face to face. But I'll call upon him. We see a case that you have to say the brocha bekel ram even though no one's in shul. That's the opinion of Rameir Simcha. So he names on to say, it's very clear from that statement, that he says the kel ram of birchas kainim, is basically 
uh, a gather. It's a style. It's a surah of the bracha. If you don't say it because wrong, even if no one's there, there's something lacking. It's not a birchas koinim. It's a bracha biyam. Clear from Ramir Simcha. Interestingly, let me share this with you. It's also a nefesh horav. Would you believe it? Rav Moshe Soloveitchik was also under that impression. He also had that sheet. I don't want to say under that impression. That's wrong to say. I'm sorry. With the fullest respect. So the Rav Soloveitchik, all of us shalom from Boston, I believe it's from him. So he brings that Rav Moshe Soloveitchik said, yes, that the sheer is totally in how many people listen. Yeah, whatever. In other words, how do you set the tone? The coil wrong. So he says, if there are 10 people, you have to say it enough that 10 people are able to hear. If there are more than 10 people, you have to raise your voice that all of the people should be able to hear. And this is basically found in a prechadash. He queries if you need just for 10 or you need for more than 10. It seems like the machlek is between the prechadash and the bach. The halach is like the mishnibur records and so is mashman for the altar of If you have a big crowd in the shul, you have to raise your voice even louder. But listen to what it says further than the on page Kuflamet Gimel, it says, Listen carefully. We need No one else is in the shul. You need They have to raise their voice in such a mode that if the people would have been in front of them, they all would be able to hear. So he connects it to the ones who have, that's the way you measure the, 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 the level of the, of the, of the coil. That's a, only a measure. But nevertheless, you have to say the coil wrong. I want to say, just that's just that point. But going back to Rabbi Simcha now mainly, because it's very clear that in the Lukuta Torah of Parshas Nosoi, according to Rab, to, to the Rav Soloveitchik, he Dafka will follow with what we continue on saying. I want to talk to Rabbi Simcha in in contrast to the Rabbi Chover going. It's very late. So Rabbi Simcha, because Rabbi Simcha says that the Koel Rom is a gather in the voice, right, in the in the in the in the words, in the tone. The Mela, therefore, it's identical to all, and therefore he, ta- he takes it for granted. He says, if the Rambam, and that may be also the Shita to a degree, that if, the, the, if we need Koel Ram, so we need everything else to make it a Baltasif. If we don't need Koel Ram, we don't need anything else. And we're only about Baltasif, so we don't need anything else. And any Chanami The question is, what's the marker? Like he asks. Listen to how the Rogachover learns. And I'm going to share with you this Rogi Chavar, number one, from the new Sefer, and also from, this, from his other Sforim. He, the Rogi Chavar, uh, 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 treats this. It's in his, in his Poshet, in the Ratzofnas Padneach Al HaRambam, and in Hilchas Tvila on this Rambam. Like I say, in the new published Ratzofnas Padneach HaMesech Tesuke, Daf Kuf, Almut Kuf Chavches in the book, and that is Daf Mem Ches, where he addresses and, uh, and analyzes it just this way. And it's also found in other Sforim of the Rambam, in Kuntras Hashloma of the Rambam, and in the Rambam in Kelaim and in Trumas, etc., etc., in many places. Listen to what the Rabbi Chavar says. Listen to what the Rabbi Chavar says. The Rabbi Chavar has a shita which is just the opposite of Rameir Simcha. The Rogachover going claims, number one, he says, when the Gemara says, I, the Gemara says, You have to say it, a loud voice. So 
means that's what the Gemara says, like a person speaking to his friend. Then he says, look in Talmud Yerushalmi, where the Talmud Yerushalmi says that koil ram means a koil meule, a pleasant koil. You don't have to yell. So even though ram sounds like a loud voice, no, it's a pleasant voice. And like the Bach explains, I'm just embellishing a little what the Rogachabra says, it doesn't say koil godoil, a loud voice. A mighty voice, it says, Koil Rom. He says, it's Miloshan, Roman Mois Kale Begroinam, Becheres, Befis, Beyodom. It should be with a melody, so to speak, a pleasant. Koil Beinuni, Daphne Shrayan. And he then brings us a free. That means, in other words, in the text of the Shas, we're not very sure what the Shas means when it says you should say, Bekoil Rom, Kaodom, Oimel Chavera. Never, the Rabbit Shover then brings the Talmud Yerushalmi who explains, you know what Bikoil Ram means? It's a Koil Beinuni. Then he brings a Zifri, which really is the key definition. Zifri says, the reason why it has to be Ka'odom Ha'oyim says the Zifri in Parshas Re'e, Kedei She'yishmu Ha'koil, in order that they all should hear. They actually have to hear the bracha. You gotta hear it. In other words, Till now, we learned according to Rameir Simcha, Labdafka, they have to hear it. But the Rogat Shavar says, based on this Sifri, that he says, he says the Rogat Shavar, that's the meaning of Ka'odom Sha'imer Lechavera. It doesn't just mean to say that it's the same tone. Ka'odom Sha'imer Lechavera means that he should hear it. He has to hear it. You can give a bracha to a Yidin if even he doesn't hear it. But in this case, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, no. Koil Ram, it's taka koil benini, a koil mo'ula, but it's koil shayimelechaveroi, it has to be, kadei shiishma, his chaver should hear. So it's clear that the Rabbi Shavar learns that the, the, that the gather of the koil Ram, but Bichas Kainim is different than all the other guidelines. All the other guidelines are a criteria in the mitzvah of the Bichas Kainim, like the different cases the Rambam mentions. It has to be Bilshen Kedesh, it has to be Ba'amida, it has to be Benesiyah's Kapayim. This is all at Seor in the Bichas Kainim. If they're lacking, there's something lacking in the Bichas Kainim. The reason why we need Kol Ram is not because if it's not Kol Ram, there's something lacking in the Brocha. It has to be done in such a way in order to be able to, because Hashem wants the people to hear the Brocha. And this may be appreciated, especially according to the Charedim. The Charedim say that the Charedim, the Charedim, the Chassam Sofer brings, and the, the Mephorshah Shechonorah bring, that the mitzvah is not just for the Kainim to bless the people, the mitzvah is also for the people to be blessed. So, Bemela, therefore, the mitzvah is also of the Yisraelim, as on the stone. Bemela, that's why you need Panim, connected Panim. So, the same reason, it's important that they should also be recipients of the Bracha. Nish, that they should, so to speak, turn their face away. Or they, in the Bechlal, don't hear it. No. Because they have to hear it because they are part and parcel of this bracha. It's one unit. It's one unit. Which actually, in the Lukut turn of the Nefesharav, the Rav Soloveitchik explains this point that it has to become one unit. Therefore, the people have to hear it. Okay, but he goes on a different... Is it Shemekah? No, let's not... Shemekah. We spoke about that more long ago. Let's not go there now. I'm sorry. Appreciate it. Thanks for the point. But let's go on. The man says the Rabbi Chover as follows. After the Rabbi Chover... Uh, Based on that, so what's the meaning of the Koil Ram by, by, by the Levi? 
I have a feeling the Rabbi Shavar says, look at the Toysmith who asks the Kasha why we don't derive it from the Levim. Possibly the Rabbi Shavar wants to say that the reason why the Shas doesn't derive it from the Levim because he interprets the case of the Levim different than the Ramer Simcha. The case of the Levim, it says it's Bikail Ram. And then the Kail Ram means even louder than what the people can hear. That's the way the Rabbi Shavar may have learned. And I found this interpretation in a sefer called Medrash Eliezer from a Rabbi Lezer Nochem, from, a, from a, a, a Bavuster commentary on the Sifri, quoted frequently by the Sifri de Beirav by Rabbi Pardo, and he brings him in Parshas Nosoi on the Sifri, and he Taka says that if you learn it out from Kol Godel, from the, the, from the, from the Levine, so then it comes out that they're really yelling their lungs out. It's so loud, it's even louder than what the people hear. And therefore he queries, what's the din by Birchus Kainim? Maybe you really have to yell loudly. Uncle Ponim, I see that based on that, there's room to argue that Dafka, the case of the Levine, is not like Rabbi Simcha understood, that the people have to get the message. It's more than, what, more than that. It's actually a criteria in the coil. Time doesn't allow to go into the details, so possibly the Rabbi Shabbat learned different in the case of, of the Levine also. But Uncle Ponim, going back to the Birchus Kainim, the Rabbi Shabbat go, go, continues goes on and says as follows. It says, just like we say, the nafkemina, says the Rebbe what's the nafkemina if I say that birchas koyenim, it's important that the recipients to hear it? Or if I say that's not the reason why it has to be bekoil rum, right? In other words, we have two ways to learn. Why does it have to be bekoil rum? Does it have to be bekoil rum because that's a criteria in the town, in the bracha? Or is the reason koyenim rum is because the recipients have to hear it? Says the Rabbi Trevor, I'm establishing based on the Yerushalmi, the Sifri, and that interprets the Shas, that's what the Shas also means, that it's an order for the recipients to be able to hear it, the people of the shul. What's the nafkimini, he says? An ear shekula koyanim. Here he brings that case. An ear shekula koyanim of Esaknesses, where they're only koyanim. Who do they say the bracha for? The Amshabesodah is the people who aren't in shul. Says the Rabbi Trevor, they're not in shul. They don't hear the bracha at all. Even, right, they, even if you'll say it because wrong, they won't hear it. Isn't that correct? They're not in the shul. So if that's the case, says the rugged shover, if I'll accept to say that the only reason HaKadosh Baruch Hu says you have to say it because wrong is in order for the people to hear it, then the same Shulchan Aruch says and the same Gemara says that when there's no one in the shul, you also have to say the bracha. So if the reason that Kodesh Baruch says when the people are in the shul, you got to say the bracha, is in order for the people to hear it, what happens in the case where there's no one in shul and the Kodesh Baruch says you have to say the bracha, says the Rogat Shavu, the Nafkamina will be, if you can say it silently, says the Rogat Shavu, yes, you can say balachash when there's no one in shul. And you're saying, Lam Shabbat is the bracha, Yibaldei Balavach, you don't hear it, and the whole reason you have to say it aloud is not because you have to yell your lungs out. It's only for them to hear it. So however you'll raise your voice, they won't hear it anyway. So you don't have to say it loudly, you can say it silently. Different like Rabbi Meir Simcha, and different like Rabbi Meir Shisalavachik, like I mentioned in Nefesh Again, because the whole reason we have to say it aloud is only for people to hear. Says the Rabbi Shabbat, if the halacha says it, you have to say it. For the people who are Ba'am Shabbat, they say, no one is in the shul. says You can say it even silently. So listen to this. I've seen certain Mepharshim say as follows. 
in the safer called in the safer Yeshua Smalko in the in the in the in the glosses, not in the glosses. It's a it's a hagois, hagois, hagois ma'atsri. That Yeshua Smalko is from Rabbi Shila Kutna. But there are hagois on the on, on, on the Rambam. At the end of the safer from the publisher, the one who published the safer Yeshua Smalko is a grandchild from the Yeshua Smalko from Rabbi Shila Kutna, who was a London, a London on his own. So he says as a word. I'll soon tell you what kind of word he says. Valderazeh Harav Hutner says Alderazeh the same thing in Pachad Yitzchuk and Sefer Azikorin. Valderazeh Pamaronchik says the same thing in his Chibur, which is called Emek Bracha. But listen, what they all want to say. They say as follows: They all accept to say that if no one's in the shul, you don't have to say it loudly. You can say it silently. But maybe they say Vibald. I find a halacha in Birchas Koyen that you can say it silently. Therefore, that's the mocker for the Rambam to say that even if the Koyan says the fourth bracha Balachash, you are either Bebaltoisif, because we find by Birchas Koyanim that we can be performed the mitzvah even when it's Balachash. But I want to say what they're saying is not good enough, because maybe that's only good that they're not in Shul. But who said that applies even when the people are in Shul? And who says that's a, a, a permit, etc., etc., across the board? Listen to how the Rogat Shover learns this halacha. This is a chiddush of the Rogat Shover. What he takes out and he extrapolates or, de- or, or, or deduces from this din. Ibaldi says when there's no one in shul. HaKadosh Baruch says you have to make the bracha. Is Why? Because there's no one who's going to hear it anyway. Bameda says the Rogat Shover. Listen to what the Rogat Shover says. What do we know? We see from this. That is something which doesn't have to be heard when it says silent, when it's said silently, it's not a problem. It's not a psalm. In other words, where do you have to say it aloud? Because people aren't sure you have to hear it. So therefore, if you say it silently, not became the mitzvah. But from the Am Shabbat, so that case, I see that a Kodesh Baruch Hu says, say the Berchas Koin, silently, because even if you say it aloud, no one's there, what do I derive from this? A principle, says the Rabbi Shover. That's the sheet of the Rabbi Shover. It's his perspective of all the halachas. He's going to derive a yisod. What is the yisod? He says, from this din, I have a yisod. That where it doesn't have to be heard, so then when you say it silently, it's not a psul. There's nothing lacking in the mitzvah. I see it from Berchaz Koyen in Pham Shebesodos. I can say it silently because... They don't hear it. It's not a problem. Because see, they don't need to hear it. So where they don't need to hear it, and they're not able to hear it, then not, the saying it silently is not a problem. Says the rugged shover. The same goes for the fourth bracha. That's the mocker of the Rambam. The principle is the same. The fourth bracha no one has to hear. That's not what the rugged shover said. The three brachas they have to hear, because that's Mrs. Birchus Koyani. The, the bracha which the, the, this kind wants to add on his own, which is the Baltoisif, no one has to hear. So it's mamish like the case of the Yidin, who is the Kayanim, who making the bracha for the Amsham others. Where they don't have to hear it, the Lachash is not a psul in the Brichas Kayanim. So the fourth bracha, the people don't have to hear the fourth bracha. They don't have to hear the fourth bracha, so therefore by saying silently, it's not a psul. In the Amira Sabrocha. If it's not a Psum, Amira Sabrocha, so it's Begedeh Berchas Kainim. If it's Begedeh Berchas Kainim, so Yoyvim Bebaltoisif. 
And Dafka, the way the Rogachover approaches it and analyzes it, it makes sense and it makes no difference. We can also derive from that din even to a place where the people are in shul and the Kayin is adding this fourth bracha. Nevertheless, if he says it silently, he will be able based on this, you sudden this principle. The Rogat Shavar uses this principle in his new Sefer on Masech the Sukkah to explain a toisness in relation to Schach Possel. And he says, This is a sudden formula, it's nothing to do with Baltoisif. It has to do with the Gedder Advarim without the Gedder of Baltoisif. This is a Yasod. That where something is not needed, so where it's lacking, it's not a psal. So where it's not needed, where it's lacking, it's not a psal. So it's not the Gate of Altoisif. I'll call upon him based on the Rabbi Chavar going. Shita Sarambam is deaf in such a case. That's why he explains the Rambam. So that's why the Rambam says, Bekel Ram, based on whatever we said, means. So even though the Rambam says, Doloshin Kel Ram, it sounds like you always have to say it loudly. No, Kel Ram, like the Achreinim say, he quotes the Loshin of the Gemara, Kel Ram. But it doesn't mean Mamish loudly. It means loud enough for people to hear. The male are there for. But Hanimili, when they have to hear. But we don't have to hear, you can even say it silently. You even whisper it. And therefore, if you even whisper it, because they don't have to hear, so you'll be able to baltase it. So according to the Rogat Shavar going, that's our Rambam, he chose Dafka, this as an example. Because only, only in this case, only in such a case of Koil Ram and Balachash, that's where you'll be able to baltase it. But if you're lacking all the other principles, you won't be able to baltase it. And that's why, according to that, he definitely doesn't learn like Rameir Simcha. He definitely doesn't learn like the Mishnah Brura. And there's no machloiks between the Rambam and the Ritva. The Rambam says the special new principle, and therefore the Rambam paskins this halach only because Ram. And I believe that with this, we're, we're it's time to end, right? It's time to end. So, so the Maisel the Pearl in in in, in, in Mane Elio, interesting from the Aderes, the Mane Elio, he agrees in principle with the Mishnah Brura. What in Bir Aloha that he raised this issue and he seems to have a problem with this Rambam. He, Lamaisa, at the end, wants to reconcile. He says there's no machlokes between the Rambam and the Ritva and the Rajva because he says, We're not talking about giving Malkus, we're talking about the Isur of Chatsi Shir. He says, Of Chatsi Shir of Baltoisif is a din of Chatsi Shir of Baltoisif. So even though there's no Mamish Malkus, nevertheless, there'll be a Gedder of Baltoisif. But mainly he says, According to the Rambam, it could be all the Inyanim if you're lacking. There'll be an Isser, even though the Raman just chose this example, right? And according to the other Mephoshim, if they're lacking, according to the Raman, they'll be able to by all of them. And the other Rishani will hold that if uh, you're missing all of them, they will, each one will agree to the other one, I'll call Ponim, in relation to the Baltoisif, because to Malkus, there won't be, but because to an Isser, there will be. That's the way he has rec- his reconciliation, he, well, his take, which is more like a Lamdisha take, a different kind of take, but the Rogat Shavar has his approach based on his analysis. I hope you appreciate it and you picked up and got what the Rogat Shavar says. I'm thinking about it for days, so therefore I do appreciate it. I hope you do, do appreciate it and you got it. And if you didn't think about it, because now you have an opportunity to listen to the recording, so listen to it over and over again. And with this, we conclude uh, this Ingin and May HaKadosh Baruch Hu Taka that the brocha, just like HaKadosh Baruch Hu benches the Ami Yisrael and benches the Kayanim in sequence to their brocha, is Kolam Bevorech, Mizborech. So definitely, like we said, that even those who didn't get a chance to come to Shul, the Am Shabbat is all the Eden were at home, were had the Brichas Kayanim. So may Taka be that Hashem should Taka give us the Yavarecha. By the way, this has all of what we discussed today has implications, and this is raised already by the Hart Svi in the Shailas of Chuvis, and raised all also by the, by the, uh, excuse me, by the Aderes in the, in his Shadows of Chuvis, in relation to, in the Man Elio, in relation to the brochas which the Koyanim give after they brought, you see, Yashikoyach Koyan. And then the Koyan says, 
So is there a shy love, a fourth bracha? So it depends very much on how we're going to learn all this in Yonim. He can learn simple that if they only say it, they're saying it, but it's not, it's not with Nesiyah's Kapayim, or it's not Ponim, can I get Ponim? It is Ponim, can I get Ponim? But I'll call Ponim, about this in a different stage. According to the Rugged Shabbat Goyim, there's another tshuva of the Rugged Shabbat Goyim in Shaila's Tshuva's Varsha, where there he says that by the Koyim turning his face, to the other side, when he says the Hashkifa, when he says the Yeratzen, it's as if they're changing the place. They're moving from their place. And he brings from the Gemara in Mesech Tikidushin and in Mesech Tepsachim that by Mahader Ape, by turning your face, says, Look, you're moving from room to room. That's according to one man, the Omar. The male, if that's the case, he says, that's the reason they turn their face away. It should be regarded as if they're going from a, from a different area. So there's no Shiloh Bricha Baltasim, which according to that, it wouldn't be a problem if they walk off from their original place where they said the Bricha's Kainim. And they're walking through the shul and they say, Baruch Tiyu, Bruchim Tiyu. That wouldn't be a problem according to the Rabbi Chavar going to Others want to say, according to the Artsvi, he says you have to refrain from saying the Baruch Tiyu. It could be a problem. At least there may be an Isser, even though possibly it's not essential to Panam Kenegit Panam Ladasa Balatanya, but he says, therefore, there can be an Isser, Shilas, and Yonim. So, based on all the different sheets we explained, we can appreciate uh, to see exactly all these, uh, these Shilas in this context. Saitari Gesundum, Boruch Tio, Bruchim Tio, Zalzaina, Emerson Brechas Kayanim, in the Bims of Zechas, and let's all be Zecher to the Brechas Kayanim, in the Vesa Migdash Ashlishi, Hakai with the Shema Mufurish. And we should all talk a bizarre to the being a Bismillah Shlishi. Have a wonderful Yomtif. The Ram the Rogachava says that you may have Tashlumin. I believe even those who say Tahlum. I'm sorry for meeting Ashkenaz, you're gonna say Tahlum tomorrow. But if you recall, we once had a shear that the Ashkenazim also have an issue. Some of the Gdali Ashkenaz claim that we shouldn't say Tahlum. So Bemela, I'm not going to tell you to change your minig. So those who say it, say it, and those who don't say it is is tovei alechem brocha. You have to follow like the svardim. The svardim definitely don't say tachnun v'meat ashlumin. That's the prichodosh and the knesses agdoyle. The balatanya paskins like that in the siddur. So therefore, we don't say tachnun v'meat ashlumin. So this is v'meat ashlumin. So even though there's not ashlumin for simcha, but there's a hemshech of yomtiv. So and the rogachava paskins that the v'meat ashlumin are kein yomtiv. It's like all the gizont l'chaim